Welcome to the PropMX.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, the OG K-Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do math this stuff. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Check, check, one, two. Check, check, one, two. Yeah, we're live on the air here at the Pulp MX Show. Presented by BTOSports.com. With the sweet sounds of Matthew Good, you know that we have a live show not far from the Lions Den here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Thank you, everybody, for listening on this Monday, the Labor Day holiday. You may be relaxing, but we're still working here in the Pulp MX Show. Presented by BTOSports.com. X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and uh, Vivint Alarm Company. Thank you, everybody, for coming on board. I'm your host, Steve Mathis, taking you on this magical mystery tour. With me, as usual, is my co-host, my friend, my life partner, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? Speechless after that. That's all a bunch of bullshit, but I'm here. Can't wait till we hang out at GNR concert, bro. Ain't gonna happen. Yes, it is. Ain't gonna happen. Take me to the jungle, Watson. Hey, when you, Take read, me to the when you read through the sponsors, uh, I was uh, chilling over the weekend at home, and uh, you'll never believe what commercial popped up on TV. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What? Vivid. Vivid. Yeah. Vivid has a full on. They're going mainstream. Yeah. Rape and code. I, I would like to say that we helped them get there. Rape code, bro. Good job on on their part. I'm glad to see that them uh, getting bigger and better. Yeah. Um, um. So congratulations, fellas. Thank you for the support. Tonight we are giving away two pairs of X brand goggles, two women's free gun underwears, two pairs of kids free gun underwears. Donnie Emler Jr. was going to join us to give away some FMF stuff. Two pairs of, or a pair of Lake Elsinore National tickets, which is this weekend, the last round of the 2012 AMA Pro Motocross Championships this weekend. At Lake Elsinore, California. We're also going to talk about the Tech One Designs Contest. Before we get to all that, Jason Thomas is going to join us. Jesse Nelson. Les Smith. Some heavy hitters. Before we get to all those guys, uh, producing the show, taking your calls, handling everything down, asking our sponsors for free shit. None other than the <laughs> Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. Who'd you ask this week? I'm very interested. Who'd you call I, 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 for free shit? They haven't, that you're part they haven't responded yet, so I'm not going okay. to say I don't want to blow right. anyone out yet. You let me know. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've got emails. you got your emails, some voicemails to do. Thank you to Daniel Blair at Main Event, the band Main Event. Uh, Daniel Blair, good guy. We switched up our intro music. He gave us some music for the intro and for the outro, and uh, that's the Main Event. You can get them at the, themainevent.com, I believe, is, is the website. So some good stuff. Do you know who the first Main Event is? Um, Agent slash manager booking agent was? Nope. You're talking to him. Really? I think I got him their first really legit big gig back in the day. Wow. Is and it? then it didn't work out. The main event broke up. Sometimes. Got back together, broke up, got back together, broke up. But I got him a good show with this band called Pulley. Uh-huh. I've heard yeah, of Pulley. Yeah, like Pulley's Pulley. a really big you band. You don't know what Pulley is, bro. Sure do, man. Pulley, a pretty big band. Pulley's a pretty big band. Um, and I got him a, a show with them in Hollywood at the Knitting Factory. Um, and, uh, nice. It was, it was a pretty good show. Yep. Um, you know, I think those guys are very talented and I'm always like, I was always saying, Hey, 
you guys can probably do decent in music. And, you know, they mm-hmm. love riding, racing dirt bikes, so the Blair Brothers are always going back and forth. But this is a good conversation to have with Mike Mason because I believe, and I might be wrong, that Mike Mason um, is playing in that band a few songs on their new record. And I, I didn't know. Cliff Campbell, who is a mechanic forever in the, um, yeah. the freestyle. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I know Cliff. Cliff plays the bass in that band. He does? Cliff Campbell is the I mean, bass what player. Is, what does Mason play? Skin flute. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, uh, Mason plays the guitar. I did not know that. Hey, yep. uh, so when you need to know these kind of things, just ask me. I'll let you know. Just when you think you know the depths of Kenny Watson, you just you have no idea. Love this guy right here. Just the things you do, the things that you've done. Hey, it's just one of those deals that B to B. I just tried to. Uh, there's just some buddies that I, you know, I I know a little bit of um, some stuff in the music business, and I know a couple of people, and right. it's not like I know. Music Agar. at all. Yeah, you don't know I don't know anything about anything, but right. I did have an opportunity to help them out, and it was cool. And I would help them out again. They're awesome dudes. Mike. What's up? Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, right uh, on, thanks. Uh, you want the Lake Elsinore tickets? I'd love Lake Elsinore tickets. That's all you need to do. You got them. Uh, Two, just love them? A pair, just love them. Congratulations. Uh, a, a pair of uh, Lake Elsinore tickets for this weekend's national. Hey, Mike, um, who are you taking with you? I'm taking my girl. Perfect. Good job, man. Good job. I gotta take the old lady. Yeah, I hear you, dude. I got the old battle axe around my my axe, my uh, ankle too. That you gotta, you know. I hear you. Right on, right on. Why don't you ever take your well, check? Well, yeah, I appreciate outdoor. it, guys. My I chicken, really do. It's just gonna really make a good weekend for so I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks to the folks at Lake Elsinore for donating the tickets. Uh, yeah, enjoy yourself. I and uh, um, if you're if you're expecting wind and a lot of heat, <laughs> and yeah, we uh, are. You're in the right place, and you're going to the right place. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Right. Enjoy yourself. And uh, I'm glad you uh, listened to the show. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Hey, the show rocks, dude. I listen to it as much as I can and the podcast and all that stuff. And uh, thanks again, man. Uh, I'd like to, like, maybe get in the pits and meet you guys. Is that a chance? Or? Uh, you, we will, you will not be able to meet Kenny Watson at Elsinore. Uh, uh, I will be there. Um, yeah, you can meet yeah. Steve. That's, pl- that's enough for both of us. Yeah. That's two for one, right. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. All right, Michael. We'll, he's way we'll, he's way bigger and way cooler than I've ever wanted to be in this industry too, because he knows everything. He knows everything about everything. I know everything. But you're innovative, is the thing. Is so that's what makes you even better. Uh, that's how innovative I, you I'd are. rather know shit than innovate shit. Hey, you know what? <laughs> that whole innovator bullshit that if people are trying to claim it just doesn't me. It's my whole team and everyone behind me. So I'm not taking glory for just myself. F you, dude. So, hey, it is a pretty cool team you guys got going over there, though. I'm pretty stoked that uh, to hear you guys are. You know, on the Suzuki's and, and uh, going outdoors next year, and that's that's pretty cool. I can't wait to see all that happen. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a, right. it's going to be an interesting right. year. It's going to be a lot more work and a lot more stuff going on. But uh, looking forward to it. And uh, next time I see, you, go to the races. Come by and say hi. Thanks, Mike. We're going to put you on hold. Cool. We're going to put you on hold, and Tits, tits will get your info. Right on in. Thanks, guys. There go to the race. It's that easy, folks, to win something on this show. We got a lot of crap to give away. Hey, first, also too, uh, the next two. Chicks that call in win the free gun underwear. Hey. Um, so two chicks. If they're really chicks that listen to the show, you win free gun underwear. I really don't think we're going to get any calls. All right, Kenny, Steel City. I know, uh, who my, I know who my call. Who's that? The reporter. Oh, Scoops? Scoop. She got the scoop. <laughs> scoops. Yeah, she was supposed uh, to do an interview with someone. Who, who was it? They're gonna, she said, oh, it didn't happen. It, it didn't oh, happen. Brett Metcalf. Brett Metcalf. What a letdown. Scoop happen. got scooped up. <laughs> Hey, uh, don't forget you can get this show on Stitcher. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on the Pulpomix app, uh, and it'll be up later tonight. Hey, so Ryan Dungey won again, 1-1. Um, 
I was thinking about Ryan Dungey, Kenny. Tell me if you I'm, were thinking about Ryan Dungey. I was perfect. Uh, he's third. He moved into third all time on the 250 CC win list. How many? 22, 26, 22. I don't know. He passed RJ, so he's trailing RC and he's trailing Hannah, I believe. Um, I think, you know, when when Jeff Stanton was winning, I was you know 20 years old, 17 year old kid or whatever. He, I always liked Bradshaw. You know, I like Lachine. You didn't like Stanton when he raced? I didn't like Stanton when he raced because he just took care of business and won. Wasn't the most stylish guy, wore the kind of Honda tech, te- uh, Honda gear that it's didn't look that good. Uh, it wasn't Proline. It was um, TX10. Um, so I, I kind of thought at the time, like, ah, Bradshaw, Bradshaw. But Stanton was just racking up the wins and the titles, six national titles when it was all done. And That's pretty funny that you didn't like Stanton, but every time you talk about him, you swing from his nuts. You're well, like, oh, okay. well, Stanton six time. Oh, six time. Six oh, time. this, that. Burr. And now you're like, hey, I didn't really like him. I asked him for a jersey when I was a kid, and he was. Then uh, why do you like him now? He's kind of a dick to me. Then why are you? I mean, I'm not saying you got to hate him. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, can't but, someone change their attitude? Can't someone change their mind? But, you're, but mean, you, you don't you, like Hanny right now. You loved Hanny, and now you don't like him. I never said I don't like Hanny. I'm joking. I'm kidding. But no, but what but, I'm trying to get at yeah. is I'm not saying that you can't be cool with right. Stanton, but you can't say, man, six time, you were awesome out there when you didn't support him when he raced. But, but you could say, hey, dude, you know what? You're way cool now. You're way cooler now than you were when you raced. I've told him that. I've told him that. Straight you better up. have. I did. Well, you I need, did. next time you need to talk to him, you need to say, I, I, I wasn't a fan. I, I, I did not like you as a rider, he told but me, you're way cooler now. He told me he took his shit really seriously, and he does understand that he was. Kind of an ass sometimes when he raced because he was always very serious. Very serious. Here's my point. I was cool with Stanton back then, so it's all okay. Here's my point. I think Dungy's in a Stanton position a bit where we're not going to appreciate him. You know, Villapoto's hurt. Stewart's hurt. Dungy wins these titles. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We may not appreciate Dungy until he retires and he's sitting on top of all those records and all those titles. We're going to be like, that's a guy that went out there and just took care of business. I got took news care for of you. business. He wouldn't give you an interview now, and he ain't going to give you no, an I, interview I, then. I don't care. It, it then why matter. were you thinking about him? That's He's going to be do. one of the best ever, it, his, and you're going to say, man, that was one of the best his, ever, and I couldn't get an interview with one of the best ever. His, so what does that mean? What does that say about me? Yeah, who cares? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't – who cares? And let's let's move on then. I like Ryan Dungey, and I think he's an awesome guy. No, Yeah, okay. Do you feel like – he, and I thought about this because they moved into third all time. And you know me, I'm a motocross historian. So do you feel like he's going to get – do you feel like he gets the proper due right now and, and it's not going to happen later for him? I, th- I, think he gets, I think he gets what's deserved. I think, he's, okay. I think he gets plenty. Okay. All right. I mean, you can't compare him to all those other people until it's over and done with. I mean, he's – it's crazy that – Stewie and Chad and Villo and all those other dudes are always put in front of him. Well, that's what I'm saying. But he goes out there and, and does his job and kicks their ass. And you could say, oh, well, they were hurt. Well, that's part of the business of staying yes, injury-free. Yeah. But years from now, we're going to go, that Ryan Dungey, holy, you know, he just he's one of the greats all time. He's a beast. And he's, I'd, Dungey, I'd, I'd like you, could, you could hate him or love him, but you know what? He's there time and time. You know, if you really look at it, he should have two more championships. If he in last year, if he didn't br- throw run a chain, fu- run out of fuel and throw a chain, yeah, in Supercross, and then he he's only missed he missed the championship by less than ten points in both series last year. So I mean, throw those two more in there, and right. you know, yeah. 
I'm so, just, he's solid. You can't take nothing away from that guy. I'm not trying to take anything away. You, you know what I'm saying, right? You know where I'm going with this. Like, maybe the fans maybe don't appreciate as much. Well, what are they? I think he has plenty of fans. I think people okay. appreciate him tons. Okay. All right, maybe I should. But but what I maybe d- I should stay off the uh, the message boards or something. Maybe, you that's, maybe that's my problem. But I I really think that he doesn't get enough credit due by thank you the industry. That's all I want. That's but you said fans, not Man. industry. I meant industry. Oh, okay, <laughs> get your shit um, together. Uh, anyways, so that's just what something I was thinking about. A um, couple things from um, Steel City, Josh Grant. Third overall, uh, good good day for him. Good rides, solid rides. What's he doing next year? Wygant asked him in the press conference about a, a second year on his deal with Jeff Ward Racing. He said he's got a second year, and he literally started winking, like winking in the press conference. Like he's like, I got another year. I hear he's going back to JGR. Not a done deal, but definitely looking really, really good. They're going to get the band back together over there with Brayton and, Jay- and Josh Grant. What do you know? Do you know any of this? No, I don't know shit about that. You, you never talked to him? You, I mean, for your, your well, squad? I, how would I talk to him? He um, got to your deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, put it this way. Isn't it? Hey, isn't that? I put it this way. I've never called him. Put it that way. Right. Um, anyways, I hear he's going back to JGR. So that's a really strong rumor in the pits. And I asked the JGR guys about it. And after Coy s- stopped, you know, just ruthlessly getting on me for all sorts of shit. He didn't deny it. He didn't he didn't deny it. So um we'll see what Josh Grant's gonna do. Hey you wanna hear something funny? Right. Uh Friday. Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Friday. Coy calls me. Mm. I heard about this. He just called me out yeah. of nowhere and I'm like No he texted you first and then you said I'm gonna call you back. Yeah he's yeah. texting me about my boss and this and that and all this bullshit. And then I call him and I'm like, what's up? Yeah. He goes, I'm just bored. I'm driving. I just want to bust your balls. Yeah. I'm like, Sweet. He said you were super pissed. I wasn't He pissed. said he got you all wound up. He said, I got your buddy all wound up. I was texting him. And then, and then your buddy said, I'll call you right back. Well, because the deal was when I was driving, when he was texting me, and I'm trying not to right. drive and text at the same time anymore. So he, I hit him up, and then uh, we just rapped for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was a good conversation. Yeah, he was just making fun of you. Like trying to get you yeah, going. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. T- tits, did, we, what... did we get chicks? Sure did. We got chicks. Yeah, we did. Who? Scoop. This could be the point where you tell Scoop. us. Scoop. Carly. Scoop. Scoop was one of them, actually. Oh, how do I know Scoops, Is Scoops eligible? I don't know. There's she, only she two has girls a, who call she doesn't in, have, so. she, she, she does not have a penis, so that makes her eligible. Good point. You I didn't say did. anything. Yeah. Did, did Carly sound hot? Uh, was it a dude? you know Mr. Elemental P? Yep. Uh, his wife. Oh yeah, she's hot. Yeah. Okay, oh. there you go. Um, all right. So yeah, we got chick listeners, <laughs> or we got dudes who are saying, "Hey, call in." Uh, thanks to Free Gun Underwear, Free at Free Gun USA for that. Uh, La Big. By the way, uh, we're gonna have La Big sitting in on a show in the next little while. Oh, um, great. You okay with that? No, I'm not. Okay. All right. I won't be here. For all me. right, you won't be here. Um, my prediction is the rumors in the pits this weekend, and again, I know everything. Hanny going to Jeff Ward Racing with Monster as the main sponsor alongside Dean Wilson. <laughs> there you go and Josh again. Josh Grant going there to you, JGR. There you go again, speculating. Well, I mean, I, I haven't seen any press releases, so yeah, I definitely haven't seen press releases about it. But Someone told me today that he was riding a Suzuki. If that was the case, why would he even ride that bike? Why would he just go get on a... Yeah, he wasn't a Suzuki today. I got to... Yeah. I, don't, uh, I, don't know. I think until he lands where he's going to land, I think it's all bullshit. <laughs> all right. 
but I hope I hope shit don't matter to me if you don't pay my bills. Fuck you. I just hope he does find a decent ride, and I hope he does good. I want him to see him succeed. Yes, so do I. Crap. Hey, tits. Um, so we did the yeah, we did the Lake Elsinore tickets. We did the two fairs of free guns. Want to do X brands? X brand goggles. Let's get it up. Let's get going. We're giving them away, or we're yeah. doing the okay. X brand goggles. All right. Uh, and we got the right behind Kenny. They're the new 2013 models. Oh. Hey, what did what purple did, Barney's? Hey, what did what yeah, did uh, seventh caller? Seventh caller. Hey, what did did okay. Uh, Lebig say anything about anything to you about anything like about riders or? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to him a little bit about it. Well, I'm obviously he's tight with Porcel. Yeah. Exactly. So that so that, that subject came up, but. I mean, I don't. Really I just want, want to know if he's, he's if he's running his, his choppers about what's going on. So that's we're oh. good. We're good. Um, yeah, I think he is a little bit. I don't know. Um, Do you think he is a little bit? But you don't know. Well, he told me some stuff, but I mean, I'm, I'm not quite sure if we're if we're, the, we're yeah. Thank you, Tits. Thank you. What did he tell you? Off. But you could you you can't say that. But you could speculate on uh, Josh Hansen riding for JWR, yeah, 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 or yeah. you could say right. you know. But spec, if you're speculating. Speculate. I, uh, I don't think he's. I don't think Purcell's going to ride here next year. That's that. Okay. That was my spe- That was my my gist of the conversation. So, um, I want to talk about you, possibly your new rider. Now you can't say yes or no. I understand. Brock St- Tickle. Stop speculating. Brock you Tickle don't know rode shit. phenomenal this weekend. He rode really well. Um, where's my Where's my thing? All right, Tickle. How do you do? Tickle had a DNF in the first moto. What happened? Uh, Stater went out on his bike. Really? Yeah. That's his third DNF mechanical this year in the Nationals. Uh-huh. He is fifth in the points, but he is only 24 points out of third with three bike problems this year. Wow, that's pretty he good. Pa- he went around Tyler Rattray and Justin Brayton in the first moto. Like they were standing still. Would you say he's a triple or a home run? <laughs> um, fuck. He, he if you could. had, if you okay, let's say if you had Tickle on the block, Canari on the block, no, uh, T- Phil Tick- Nicoletti on the block. Uh, Eleven Met- six for Phil this weekend. Eleven Matt- six for Phil. Metcalf on the block. And basically, what you're saying to Phil is, "Fuck you, Phil." That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Phil, I no, I'm not. Phil, Phil's riding awesome, but what kind of supercross skills does he have on a 450? Good. Oh, really good. What's, yeah. What does what his results say in, in 450 supercross? Well, he doesn't have any. Oh, exactly. Yeah, but don't worry okay. about it. Okay. So okay. what are you gonna say about what? Tickle. If who, who was on the block? Tickle, Filthy, Canary, Weston Pike, and Metcalf. What are you gonna do? Are you serious? Well, you, you, no tickle. Yeah, you okay. Well, you trying to you keep trying to say Bob Canari and home runs and no. triples. I mean, dude, come on. That's what I'm trying to get at, Steve. Home runs and triples. If you, I had those you, guys to pick from, who, you, who would you, you take? You get your home runs. You get a home, but then you get triples instead of trying to knock it out of the park with these dudes. Okay, let me get my home run first, and we'll talk. Triples. You have one. It's t- it's tickle. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. How I do am. you know? I know. You don't know shit. All right. I know everything. Well, wait. I seem to know shit about you being involved with RC and on Suzuki's a long time ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? So much so that you got mad. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean. Maybe because someone told you, like well, me, you idiot. You never told me. Exactly. I never will. 
I don't tell you shit because this is the reason why. You just run your mouth. My you, job. You run. This my is my job. job. Is to, I'm speculating. My, that's my job. I'm, that's you, what I do. It's your job Davey to speculate. Coombs, if, you, if you have a problem, call Davy Coombs. You have his number and say, Mathis needs to stop being so good at his job. Dude, stop you're not being, good. What? You're, you're, not, you're, that's you're my good job. at speculating. Yeah. You're good at yeah. speculating and you're good at spreading gossip. That's what you're good at. Because everything that you said tonight, 75% of it was bullshit and not true. What'd I say? What? About what? Those are big words. Josh yeah. Grant, Josh Hansen, Brock Tickle. Everyone that you said what you think that's going on, you're okay. wrong. We'll see. We'll you we, have no we idea see. what you're talking about. I know. Right? Tell them, tits. <laughs> okay. So, Brock Tickle, my point is, he's riding really good right now. Like, like I said, he's, slicing, he's not just getting a good start and hanging on. He's coming from the back of the pack. We got our winner on X-Brown Goggles. We're good, everybody. Stop calling. X-Brown Goggles. Thank you to Rich Taylor for, for X-Brown Goggles for, uh, for the pair of Look On More X-Brown Goggles. Is there any way you hire Bobby Canari? Kyle Chisholm. Brett Metcalf. Here's one. Here's speculation. Grant Langston himself told me he's going for a Brett Metcalf next year. Trying to get him. Well, you know what? Can I say that or no? Yeah, you could say that because that's 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 him telling you that. That's that's the owner of the team and the team manager telling you, I'm going after that guy. So you know that for sure. Right. You know that for sure. You don't know where Josh Hansen's going. You don't know I where, don't. But that's what I'm saying. You're speculating. You could say that about you could say that about um Langston because yeah. you talked to Langston. I did. Okay. You talked to LeBig, and LeBig told you what? Porcell's entertaining offers. He's talking to some guys over here. Okay. Yourself. He's talking. He's talked to JGR. He's talked to Jeff Ford Racing. He wants a lot of money. Probably going to stay in GPs next year. Exactly. Um, See, that's not speculating. That that's that's sure, certainly speculating. It's how is that speculating? No, it's not coming from Porcell. Yeah, but it's coming it's from coming someone from, he talked to. And you don't think all my information is coming from people I talked to? Did you talk to someone from from that team? Either one of those teams? Which teams would that be? From Jeff Ward? Or? Jeff Ward or, or uh, JGR? Yes. Okay, so they J- JGR told you that they're going after Josh Grant? Yes. Okay. They straight told you that? Yes. Not done. Not done. Really? How could they go after a rider that's under contract with another I team? I don't know. That you, ain't playing you, fair. You know this industry better than anybody. Does it really matter? We'll get JT on the line. He'll tell us all about contracts. Speaking of JT, let's ring him up. Okay, Kenny, I just wanted to give Brock Tickle his just due. Riding very well. Another rider, Nico Izzy. You didn't see the race. The only guy. No, I saw lights. I saw the. How's this? You know Steel City. You remember it or no? Remember Steel City? <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, I was there two years ago. Oh, you were? Yeah. Okay, remember after the mechanics area? Those, they're, they're uphill beside wait, the start? Wait, wait, mechanic. Beside the start. Okay, the mechanic area was in the first turn when I was there. Okay, yeah. So now it's down at the bottom of the hill. Besides the start, those rollers. Wait, they make you walk all the way up that fucking hill? No, it's down the hill now. It's behind the start. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you haven't been there for a while because you so were the not there two line, years ago. You were the not fin- there two years wait, ago. Wait, fi- it's the finish line left and then down that little hill, and that's the mechanics area right there before the right hand. No, the finish line's alongside the boulevard now. Yeah, so you go to the fi- – oh, you, where the old finish line used where to Rhino be. Where Rhino pushed his bike is not there anymore. Okay, but yeah. the mechanics area is in that next turn, right, where you turn yes, left and yeah, come down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The section next to the starting line, mm-hmm. 
Get this. Nico Izzy, the only 450 rider to triple in off the start. Like, it's all different now than when it was when you were there. But yeah. Nico Izzy tripling in. And the lights guys tripling in. Can you believe that? No other 450 guys were tripling in. Just Izzy. But the lights guys were doing it. That's how fast they're going. I believe it. I talked to a couple of riders after the race. They're like, ah, oh, that wasn't any faster. No big deal. And I'm like, why didn't you do it? Right? JT. We all did it in practice, dummy. Not in the motos. Not in the yeah, motos. Yeah, but we all did it. Everybody was doing it in practice, but it was all ruddy in it. Like Not in the motos, bro. Just slower. Well, he, he was, was spe- slower. He's, he's speculating. Like, if you screwed up, it was slower. He's speculating, I'm speculating. Uh, JT. Uh, yeah, Steve is the master of lines. That's for sure. Thank you. I rode Steel City. Riding guru. I rode, I rode Steel City Industry Race, so I'm I'm very aware of that track. Yeah, you've got it completely dialed. Uh, listen, Jerky, um, the one to watch, Fuel TV's one to watch. The great thing about the one to watch for me was it's very easy on the eyes. Like, I, I, you know, the camera has no problem keeping up with me going around the track. And <laughs> I feel like I get great, a lot of sponsor coverage right. going that slow. Yeah, you can easily read everything on your bike. The lo- yeah, the logos are very, you know, easy to detect. Hey, I will stuff. give credit where credit's due right now. Moto One, Still City. JT getting lapped. Brian getting lapped, but battling. Did you watch the race or but not? battling for 20th. Oh, Why does he think this is, cool? you, Why does he think you. this is cool? It's so cool. I didn't watch the race. I'm battling, so cool. Like battling, for, battling for 20th place. Getting lapped. The guy, that's, that's where the uh, strategy comes in with a veteran rider. Tucked in underneath him. The guy moved out of the way, and JT pulled right around him. Good job, bud. Looking hey, good. I ain't scared. That Russian, he, he's a... Uh, well, you know, these colors don't it, run. That's I all thought, I really had to say. <laughs> hey, I thought it was that Anderson guy. Was no. it that Anderson dude? No, no it was. I thought Anthony it was Mikhailov. I thought who's the guy? Jeremy. Who's the guy that did like those two dudes that do the video when they go around the country? I thought it was one yeah, of those. Yeah, Derek Anderson. I got him uh, before that. I uh, got him that same lap though. Good job, bud. Nineteenth, nineteenth, twenty-one. Is that where did you go? Did you twenty-two? Yeah, I crashed the second moto. Did you cheat and cut the track at all this this week? Um, yeah, but I'm hoping they didn't see it on TV. I actually cut it a bunch. Are they going to send you a photo of Weimer cutting it to prove that you <laughs> cut it? They're going to send That's me a self-addressed stamped hey. envelope, and I'm actually going to have to send them a check. Hey, Kenny, they said to him, you cut the track at Unadilla. I don't know if you heard about it. Maybe we talked about this. I don't even know. But he said, JT's like, prove it. I, no, I didn't. And they're like, we can prove it. And they sent him a photo of Weimer cutting the track. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, back in the day when I worked for Deegan, the same thing happened. Right. They're all Deegan. Creek, we heard all about it. Yeah. Deegan cut the track and Deegan's like, prove it. <laughs> Next week, there's photos. Um, yeah, well, but JT, they, Weimer, did you get that? So you watched the race. You watched it. I watched the first motos. Fucking Kenny. On and off, on and off. Like, I wasn't glued to the TV. I was doing stuff around my house, but I did watch some of the 450 moto and I watched the lights motor. Um, JT, so you were the, so the fans know what's going on behind the scenes. In that interview you gave on Fuel, you were super pissed. Uh, I had calmed down a little bit, but before then, right after the second practice, I was like fighting mad, like I was ready to go, not not have camper. Um, why? So, what's up? Uh, well, just. Like, in practice, it kind of happens every week, but it's usually not too bad. You know, obviously, people are doing, like, fast laps and then trying to cool down. Like, because you get arm pump usually real bad in those sprint laps. So, you know, there's kind of a combination of people sprinting and then people cruising around. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, most everybody's pretty good about getting out of the way, just staying out of the race line unless you're on your fast lap. And uh, so it was the last lap of the second practice. And I came up behind Weimer, and he was just cruising, and he just wouldn't get out of the way. Like, I kept, like, trying to force it in, and he wouldn't move out of the race line. I was just not not happy. Like, he, he screwed my – like, I followed him the last half of the lap, and I kept trying to pass him, and he, you know, like – I at least lost two seconds that lap, and it forced me into the LCQ. So, yeah, you had to just, go to the LCQ. Uh, wasn't real pumped. Kenny, you had to go to the LCQ. And yeah, Fro came by to talk to you, and you were venting. Not happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, Jake knows better. Like, he knows what the deal is. Like, everybody's trying to get their good lap, so you get out of the way when you're not on your good lap, you know? Hey, JT, like, you know what? He's this, a smart guy. This is, what the, this is cool, though. After next weekend, you're never going to have to deal with that bullshit again. <laughs> so, let's turn yeah. this into a positive, buddy. It's okay. It's yeah, it was all right. I mean, it was actually, to be honest with you, like winning the LCQ was really fun because I got I got the whole shot and then it was pretty easy. Like, I was just kind of cruising. But hey, at the time, a win's a win. When you're stressed out, like when you're stressed out about having to go to the LCQ, you don't want to be in it, and a lot of stupid things can happen, and you don't qual. You know what I mean? Like it's real easy to not qualify in that situation. I was pretty heated, to say the least. Um, were, were your fans hanging over the fence, just going nuts? Jeez. <laughs> I wish I would like. I wish that. Um, Steel City's like the the fans are really far back for some reason compared to most races. So you should have done a, a you should have done a victory either. lap after I would have done it. I would just like rode around. I thought about doing I thought about doing it after the second moto, but I was pretty tired. That's <laughs> pretty tired. <laughs> hey, what did they say in riders meeting about you guys cutting the track? They're gonna start enforcing it a little more. Yeah, they, what did they say? They're gonna find us five hundred bucks instead of one hundred or something. So I think Ooh. I would make zero dollars if I cut the track once. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah. They said that $100 doesn't make us even think about it. I'm like, you're out of your mind. I was freaking punching holes in my, the walls of my house over that 100 bucks. <laughs> and we have Weimer cutting the track to prove it, that you cut it. Yep, exactly, yeah. Uh, Jeff Canfield, uh, how do you, like, do you have video of me doing this? Because I definitely disagree that I was cutting the track. Yep, I'll send you a picture and then Weimer. Oh, okay, sweet. That's, where I was, that's apparently where I was going. JT, who's you, who would you hire next year? Tickle, Meddy, Filthy Phil, or Canari? For Supercross only or whole year? Whole year. Kenny's going outdoors all year. Uh, same money is not a factor? I guess money would not be a factor. Kenny didn't, didn't specify. No, he's trying to I tell me. You- Go ahead. Sorry, JT. No, is, is money a factor or no? No. Because no. obviously those guys are in totally different price ranges. No, no, no. Because uh, Steve's all hung up on this, why hire a triple? Why hire a home no, run no. when you can get hire a triple and you know he's going to be there every week? So I just want to you know, clarify what a triple is and what a home, and, uh, what a home run is. I think is. Tickle's a home run. You right do? now, the way nah, I think Tickle's pretty solid. I, I think you have to take Tickle or Meddy, and it's just personal preference after that. So, oh, so, so, so let's you, say let's say I hired so you, one of those two guys, Steve. Are you going to be barking up a storm? Oh, why'd you hire the home run? You could have had Bob Canari. You could have had him. You could have had Filthy Phil. Oh, don't think if you're still on a show next year that, that this won't happen. You yeah. Matty's as solid as it gets. He is. Period. He is. Yeah, he's very solid. Tickle's on fire, though. Man, he's riding really Yeah, exactly, really good. but he's solid, too. I mean, he can't right. help it his bike breaks. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. No, three motos this year DNF'd... Uh, which is so unlike Mitch Payton, Pro Circuit Team. I don't know what, what the deal is. Like, I don't know what. Yeah, it's just development, I think. Watson, did you have? Do you know any of those issues? And did you have any with Cowies? I mean, 
is that weird to you or, or like uh doesn't it it seems weird on a Mitch Payton program well we never had that problem cuz i think it's a lot different you know for outdoor supercross right but i mean at the beginning of the year we had a little bit of problems with the fuel pumps yeah but we figured that out pretty quick but you know, it's a it's it's a motorcycle. It's mechanical yeah. shit happens. You know, maybe they weren't. You know, maybe it wasn't part of the the rebuild stage where they were switching them every week. And who knows? I mean, if it happened more than once, the stator went out more than once. I think it'd be a problem. But I think every time that 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 bike broke, I guarantee you that bike didn't break twice for the same reason. I would. I have yeah. a I have a feeling too that they would try things on Tickle's bike that they would never try, like say on Baggett's bike when they're in the title chase. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I know. I know they're f- never going to put a part on there that they have any question about on Baggett's bike. Right. But they would. They would try it on Tickles, you know, and that's how development works. I don't. I don't. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that because I don't think they're they're doing much R and D on the 450 like you know every week like they are. You know, I don't. I don't even think they're doing much testing on in on t- on the other bike. I think they're just trying to make it bulletproof. Myself. Well, I'm just saying, like, as far as their their <clears throat> total base of data research wise. They know exactly what's going to break on the 250F much more than I feel like they do on Tickle's bike just because they have such a massive amount of data and R&D, you know what I mean, like endurance testing done yeah, compared I, I, to what they have on the I, 450. I would, I, I would agree with you 100%. What about Baggett? But you know what was crazy? Okay, let's not talk but about it. this is... If the you stator, hired Canari... The, the, stator, the stator went out, but he still rode it off the track. Yeah, he did, but it was I guess it was like out. intermittent. Yeah. Like it would run fine, and then it would run bad, and then right. it would run fine, and then run bad. That's, that, 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 that's not the track for her to be taking the chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, so. Baggett? What do you want to talk about, Baggett? Uh, right now, Metcalf and Chisholm and Meddy are the three top guys left, by all sounds of it. Huh, JT? We won't get Kenny involved. You get upset, but. Metcalf, Is who? Brayton done? Brayton's done, yeah. I haven't seen Josh a press. Re- I haven't seen a press release. Here we go. I haven't seen a press here release. We, here we go. <laughs> what are you talking about? No press release. It's not done yet. Oh dear. That's those it's are those really are really tough to do a radio show. Yeah. Those words are out of your mouth. When my mouth? That's your famous saying. Press release. Press release says everything until a press release comes out. It's I, not done. I didn't tits. Did I ever? I never said that. I need. I need to that see was, a press. You, you never said it seriously. You right. said it all the time, joking. Yes, yes. but the, Kenny Watson that, is that the one who went on a thirty-minute rant. About all of us idiots right. in the industry yep. not going on stuff until there's press releases. I, that right. is, I, I agree with well, that. Well, then you need to fucking figure shit out because Handy's on a Suzuki today. He's breaking your contract. What bikes are we riding? Yeah, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen a press release. Oh, I haven't seen a press release about riding Suzuki's. Oh, hey. I haven't seen a press release about Hanny. Oh, oh, he who laughs last laughs last. <laughs> The tables have I turned. I don't think that's how it goes. I don't think so either. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, uh, I don't think that we Next have. Question. I don't think um, we are tied to any brand at the moment. Um, really? So, uh, are you doing Monster Energy Cup for anybody on any bike? Uh, that's up in the air right now. Okay, but you think I, you, I, I could? I could say that. Um, you know, I could guarantee you one hundred percent that we're not going to ride Kawasaki's if you go there. Yeah. If. Uh, even if we don't go there, I guarantee we won't. The, su- the support's not there, <laughs> well, and I don't obviously. think... That didn't make a lot of sense. No, I mean, if they're if we... not there, they won't be on Cowies. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh I, th- I misunderstood you. Sorry. If we do not go to the monster... Like, we'll put it this way. Yeah. Hill and Partridge are riding for Hart and Huntington at the Monster Cup on 
Kawasaki's. Oh, okay. Then that's, yeah. That's, okay. Yep. Just because that's our contract with those guys. Yeah. And we f- we're going to fulfill our contract through the end of our, under their, you know, right. to their agreement. So if they're there, they're going to be on Kawasaki's. I'm not going to say they're going to be green, but they'll be on Cowies. By the way, for the Hill, for the numbers next year, Josh Hill is going to lose his number unless he gets 18 points in El Sonora, but he's not racing, right? No, but I think uh, I talked to those guys, and they might give him another year. Another year, just because oh, he's because okay. ha- he's went out and tried, and the injuries are just right, right. you know yeah because okay. there's a one year exemption, but I guess if you you can appeal, I'm sure and talk. Yeah, to so yeah. I I talked to Camfield, and he's you know he's like you know he's out here trying, and you know you know so who knows? I'm not even gonna t- JT. I'm not even gonna tell Kenny the other rumor about his team. We'll just move on. Let us hear it. No, 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 no. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, because he will fu- he will. No, no, and I want to hear it. Makes for good radio. I want to hear it. JT, you tell him. I don't know if I know what you're talking about. We talked about it at Outback on Saturday night. Hmm. I'm sure I know, but I don't remember. I'm drawing okay. a blank. Never mind, then. No, bullshit. Come on. Bullshit. I'm dead, ser- I'm dead serious. I don't know. I'm it's sure just, I know, but I, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to need some kind of hint or something. It's just speculation. Okay, so, speculate. You guys are going to be uh, running Yosh next year, working in the, in the Yosh shop with the factory team alongside the factory team, which I found surprising because RC's allegiance, your allegiance to Pro Circuit and Mitch Payton. I'm not sure if I go with that one yet. Heard it. Pretty good source. Who'd you hear from? Ah, uh, pretty. <laughs> I got in trouble last time telling you my source. I'm not going to do that anymore. So I'm. I we'll see. I guess we'll see. Please don't. I hit think me. I remember you saying something like that, but I was watching. Somebody threw an iPhone across the restaurant, and I was still. Ah. Uh, like mesmerized. Do we do we get into that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we get into that. Not, I don't know. Sure we do. Not on sure the air. Do. I'm sure that was shocked. Steve. JT brought it up then. JT brought it up. Yeah. JT sure, you tell us. Sure. I didn't bring it up. Sure sure Yeah, you did. <laughs> sure we do. <laughs> this is what we do. JT This is what you do. Well, that's sort of off track stuff. Like it's it's in the restaurant type stuff. Steve, yeah, you, I, I don't think we can name names. For are you, sure. are you freaking kidding bad. me? Off track stuff. You, all you want to do is throw people under the bus off track. Why is this person doing that? This person. And now, now it's off Please track. Please provide some examples of me doing that off the track stuff. Did H- Haney cutting the track? That's <laughs> literally off the track stuff. <laughs> uh, if JT wants to bring it up, I'll back him. Nope. Okay. No, I, I can't. I think it's a bad move for everybody involved. Um, I think Kenny will really enjoy it on a commercial break, though. There is no doubt. No, yeah, I, I'm I'm all for you telling Kenny or whatever, but I don't want to blow him out on radio like that. Okay, so Watson, can we? Are you going to stay on the show and not hit me over the Yosh thing? You asked me to bring it up. <laughs> no, I don't care. Okay. It's all. all right. It's hey, dude. So, I wish I wish I could come out and just tell you that our whole deal, but I'll t- I can tell you this much. Um, I guarantee you, you will tell JT before you tell me when you guys are lounging by the pool on October the fifth. We're going to have a press conference. One day after my birthday. At the Sequan Casino. It's for inter- your birthday. Inter- introducing our team and everything else in San Diego. Oh. There's going to be a free concert. Press, press, press release. And I think the band is going to be the band Lit. Wow. Oh, it's going to be a free concert uh, to anyone that comes. to take my clothes off. So Damn. we're going to have a down in San Diego. Lit come and join the party. And, you know, we'll, yeah. we're, we're going to do a press conference. Lit, Lit must need some money. Yeah. Um. JT. That's what bands do. They play for money, Steve. It's called a gig. <laughs> JT. It's called a gig. <laughs> fucking idiot. JT, do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about um, Barsha's tweet, or do you want to talk about? No, don't tweet. No, that's off the track shit. He's oh what, dear. 
Nope. This is going to be really fucking hard. Nope. This is nope. That's off the track. That's off the track stuff. It's in a public forum. Yep. It's free. It's 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 open game that he threw out there himself. He threw out there himself. I was confused. I just won. Like I'm still confused as to what exactly he was talking about. That's all. I I mean, I want to know where it was directed. And then is that what he talked about? Someone cheating or something? Yeah. Yeah, he tweeted later that it had nothing to do with our racing. Yeah, bullshit. I, I, yeah, I don't buy that. Don't yeah, buy, there's no way. Yeah, I don't buy that either. He's. It's definitely something to do with racing. Now, maybe he was talking about JT. You cutting the track? <laughs> yeah, it could have been for it. sure. He's very. <laughs> but I didn't win. He's very angry. So. Yeah. Uh, um, maybe I won. I won twenty well, second place. I got some hate mail. Ma- maybe that's got, what he's talking about. I got some hate mail and tweets about you talking about performance enhancing drugs, which I feel is what Barsha was talking about. Kenny, people are saying you're full of shit. It's a huge help to you out on the track. And you and I think you said they may be a help, but you still have to put the work in. That's all you said. You didn't say they don't help you. Put it, put it this way. If you didn't train and all you did was – I mean, I'm on EPO it, as we speak. And if you didn't – I mean, JT, back me up. If you did not train and all you did was do EPO, is that going to help you? No. Exactly. I mean, it'll That's help all you, I'm but you're to... never going to be anywhere near the front. I mean, so, so let's say this. Be, you're going to be 10, 10 to 30% better than the average guy that doesn't train at all, which is crap. Okay, let's say you're so. a guy that works your ass off and doesn't do EPO, and you ride and you train all the time, but you have this guy that never rides and never trains but does EPO. That guy's going to beat that other guy? Down Not right. a chance, ever. Ever in a million years. That's, that's all I was trying to get at. So people are all butthurt. I'm sorry. That's the truth. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's what Barsha was talking about. I don't know because how else is Baggett running an overbore? Is Roxon? So who do you know, think he's talking about? I don't know. Do you think know. he's talking about the guy that beat him because he he got it wasn't the guy behind him? Why would he talk yeah. about the guy behind him? Yeah, so he's talking about. So then he's going to say that about his teammate? Uh that's think, gnarly. Yeah, I think he was definitely talking about PEDs, but I just don't know who right. he was directing it at. It had to be one of the two guys he's battling t- for the title with. Uh, I would uh, think, right? I but like Barsha. Barsha's a, Barsha's a cool dude, but I don't think that tweet was cool. Like, like if you suspect something, you better damn well have some proof when it comes to that. Well, well, I don't know about that. That's what this whole show is based on suspecting you know things that we don't know. Are you true. know what's crazy? <laughs> uh, when when I watch, such a dick, JT. That's funny that so he said that someone said something because when I watched it, I thought about that. F you, dude. I thought like yeah through my head like and I, Tomac is just insane and great writer. And you know, I I thought like that cro- that crossed my mind about guys doing EPO, and I'm not saying Tomac was one of those guys, but watching all those guys, but it's like, who said she said? No one's gonna. It's never gonna happen. Who said she said? He said she said. You said who said you she said? You definitely said who said she said. Okay, you got me. <laughs> Fuck all you guys. Who's on first? No, Fuck Kenny, you. No, Fuck you no, guys. No, Kenny. No, don't, don't. Uh, good job, tits. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Um, uh, Mav, what's up, man? I was just wondering whether you saw uh, Hurling's destruction of the field in uh, Leroth at the weekend. I didn't see it. I didn't see any videos, but yes, I read about it. I read a race report about it, and then I actually posted something on Pulp today too. He lapped up to he lapped third place in the first moto and lapped fifth up to fifth in the second moto. Yeah, and his lap time was like about five seconds. His best lap time was five seconds quicker than Carolis. It's pretty impressive, man. Pretty damn impressive. There's, and this is this. Do you think he listened to your uh, podcast with Weege and Eisner about oh, yeah. uh, oh, without, when you stamped Stuart being the best sand rider? Without a doubt. Oh, for sure he did. <laughs> no, I, I, re- I really don't. Listen, I, I don't care. I, I I went to Lomo last year. 
Hurlings was very impressive. There's no yeah. doubt. Roxon was beating him with two turns to go. Okay? So that tells me Roxon was close to him. Second moto, Hurlings had about a 10 second lead or something. Um, and, and I saw, Car- and Caroli was more impressive to me at Lomo last year than Hurlings was. Caroli came from the back twice from a fall to win by a huge margin. So that's just me. That's just me going to, tra- to Belgium. Watching a race and reporting on it. That's all. Is he going to do well at Designations? Of course he is. But um, I wonder how much he rides at Learop. It's it is sort. It's in Holland. So does he does he ride a lot there? What sort of explains the domination? Do you think? Because it was uh, really bad. I mean, yeah, I think he must have some some good laps on that track at some point throughout his career. Like he's got to spend a lot of time there. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, he's going to ride MX3 at Designations. So, yeah, he's riding the 350. That's what he said. He'll he'll win MX3 class, no doubt. I think so. Yeah, no doubt. Will he beat Dungey and Caroli? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, JT? What's what is Mav? Is Mav uh, right? I don't know, man. That guy, his just the things that come out of his mouth make me not like him. I don't know. <laughs> Great rider, but he pisses me I, off. That's true. I I don't like him as a person. Like I just thought it was incredible the way he rode at the weekend. Like no, he is a great mega- rider. I mean his 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 skill in the sand is is incredible. Don't put him on a supergrass track, but you put him anywhere in the sand, <laughs> and he is maybe the best in the world at it. I mean, we're gonna yeah. find out. Yeah, I mean, but, but, yeah. the mega dude. I just think he track. needs to learn. Some, he needs to learn some humility. That's all. Yeah. All right. I just all right, Matt, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And um, I mean, I don't know. I. I James Stewart, to me, in the sand. I mean, we've only seen him at Southwick, but, I mean, Florida has beach sand, just like Lomol and Lirup and all that. And I imagine, to me, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I'm just going to be accused of swinging from, from Stewart's nuts. So, whatever. <laughs> well, That's the great way. thing is it's all going to play Mav. out. We're going we're gonna to have a real good idea. Thanks, Mav. Uh, Mark, you there? Yes. What's up, man? Oh, I was just uh, – uh, I come from a background of cycling. and uh, As do I. A lot of the things you were cheating bastard. Performance enhancing drugs. You guys are sort of missing the point as to where the applicability of them is. It's not in the actual performance day itself. It's in the preparation and the off-season training to provide the the kind of recovery and benefits. Uh, So that even if there was really good testing at the day of the race, the people that are making the big performance gains they're are not, making yeah. off season in a very controlled setting. They're not doing they're, it. They're not doing it in season. No. Well, even if they even if they are, they're not getting tested for it. Yeah. But no, yeah. but the but the biggest thing is some of the things you said. For instance, you said, "Well, it really can't help because the events are so short." At Olympic level cycling, did I say they that? Use, they, I, I you're uh, well, maybe you, Kenny. Kenny. Who Kenny. knows? Yeah. Uh, events that are four minutes long have a profound improvement uh, using a selection of uh, VO2 enhancing drugs. Um, in fact, he's going to order every, some for Pookie. Every four minute long event. event <laughs> yeah, every single cycling event has a has a custom drug package to help it. And mm-hmm. you no, know, and for instance, you keep me to EPO. EPO is yesterday's newspaper. That was 1990. We're long beyond that. Um, interesting stuff for sure. I, 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 I think I believe as long as there's millions of dollars at stake and there's no testing, <laughs> why wouldn't you do it? 
You know, I, I absolutely agree that it's probably going on. Would you? Yes, absolutely. And uh, if you look at outstanding performances that suddenly appear, especially if they didn't appear the previous year, I can almost guarantee you that there's been some supplemental use. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What are you going to do, though? Fucking filthy Phil. He's busted. <laughs> he's busted, dude. He's all of a sudden Canary. he's killing. Canary. Those guys are. <laughs> yeah. You know what you said makes one hundred percent. No, you're, you're right. It, it makes total yeah. sense to me. One hundred percent. So you're saying, Mark, definitely JT would not be considered uh, on the suspicious list because of his performance this year has not gone as way we we thought. You know, I don't know too many drugs that make you shorter. Oh, JT. Oh shit. Oh, JT. <laughs> You're blocked. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Good, hey, I good will. Stuff. I will agree with Mark 100 percent because I know guys that have done that in the past, and I know that the off season was very important for <laughs> to, to get to, to, to where they needed to be before a certain right. date. Okay. And then there was a maintained, you know, situation. Right. So. All right. Yeah, Mark. I think the thing about uh, yeah. that, the thing I would question about that is the guys that were thinking that were. Cheating didn't really have that stellar of Supercross seasons. And then now the outdoors are here and they're killing it. So in the off season, we didn't really see a ton of gain. You know what I mean? Like they didn't come into the season just overwhelmingly better into than, what we're seeing, right, right. than what we're seeing now, you know? Now we're seeing but, these guys turn it on later in the season. So, But keep uh, in mind, the Supercross has a, less, such a high skill component. And outdoors has a much higher physical component. Boom. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I just boom. I don't know. I don't know what. I, I don't know that that's a, a telltale sign because I, if you say that outdoors doesn't have a high skill level, then I think you're you might be wrong. No, it, it, it does. But just look at the fact, especially now that TV is it, they're having to run at a very high level for a very long time with a short refractory period and come back and do it again. Those it, are the kind of things that yeah. the training provides. Correct him, I Steve. think that for, for Supercross, though, heart rate is everything. Like, that's all, we, all we're concentrating on is being able to sustain max heart rate for Supercross. So it seems like you could get, you could get big gains there, too, by, you know, and I think by maybe, performance-enhancing drugs to, to raise your VO2 max. I, I, think, I think, too, that Supercross does have testing, and maybe those guys don't do it for Supercross. It's just piss testing. It's no blood testing. Mark, Mark, what well, can you Well, they catch? have the top three. The top three in the series before are supposedly blood. Can, have, can be random tested for blood, but I don't think it's happened at all. I know that Dungey, the year after he won the title, I guess 11, he was one of them, and he never got tested. I think Wyndham never got tested. They can take but blood they, if they want to, but they, they can also show up and just piss test you if they want to. Exactly, right. yeah, yeah. And it has, they have to give them like three months advance every day where they're going to be, but, yeah, but that's I don't think anybody's been tested yet. And I don't think they're going after the, that the that drug anyways i think they're trying to see if people do drugs like you yeah, know yeah. like you know party I mean, recreational jeff drugs. willow's still waiting for to come back <laughs> um thanks mark appreciate it good good talk thank you Perfect. hey do you want to hear a funny story yeah. about jeff willow real quick <laughs> all right dude when that that year he got busted yeah well he didn't get busted he refused to race right? no no he came that at the riders meeting and they pulled yeah. his they pulled his deal out of that bag yeah. with four numbers in it and he said he he's like dude I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I did smoke. And, I mean, I wish we could get Jeff on the show because he came to me and I'm like, dude, don't fight it. 
Maybe it's going to be easier if you just said, hey, you know what? I'm guilty. Because what the deal was, if you... If he said, no, I'm not going to take it and went and raced and then found out he was guilty, he was suspended for the whole season. Oh, okay. And I said, just go tell him you're guilty and then maybe they'll slap your hand. And he went and turned himself in and said, yeah, but he didn't. He took the, he took the test and he still raced. And then after that, he was done. Like he didn't race that weekend though, did he? No. No, no he, he did a six freestyle competition in Mike Jones's front yard. Yeah, exactly. But I told <laughs> him, like I told him just – to go turn himself in, and he—it was like a joke between me and me and him. Like, dude, I never should have pleaded guilty, dude. I never should have said I did it. And I'm like, you did do it though. Yeah. He's like, you know, he was all mad at me. I said, dude, don't get mad at me. You shouldn't have smoked pot. But, dude, when I raced arena cross with him, he would be burning it down right before we raced. Like, I mean, like the whole trailer that Tuff was racing out of would just be like a like Cheech and Chong in there. Why would, and he just roll straight out to the hot lap. I wonder why you'd want to do that before you raced. I mean, wouldn't you want to be, like, aggro? He said it calmed him down. Like, did, he remember, said it mellowed him out. Did you ask, I can't wait till we get Birdie on the show because Birdwell was one of my guys. And, dude, he was like – I remember one time he said uh, it, when he did it, it made him mellow him out. And one time we were in Bakersfield, and he, he smoked weed before he went to go ride – and he was riding, and he was so relaxed, he wasn't paying attention. He rode, like, third gear wide open into a rain rut, a huge <laughs> rain rut, and went over the bars. <laughs> and he's laying there, and he broke his ribs, and he's like, oh. I'm like, were you too relaxed? You didn't see it? And he was so mad at me. He was, I'm like, you think that had anything to do with it? He said, no, it didn't. And I'm like, okay. But that's yeah, just funny. <laughs> I, love it. I love when people tell me that they're better drivers when they're high. <laughs> I know, but you I'm know what? So many people tell me that. But you know what's crazy? Like, you've never seen anyone get you know, a, a you know, in trouble for smoking weed and driving. You know, people you don't people don't run people over and, and run. I don't know, man. Up. I've seen lots of cops episodes where they're like, "Hey, you, you know, we searched your car, we found weed. You're going to jail." Yeah, I know, but it's yeah. <laughs> like you know, there's a lot of difference of being drunk and being stoned. I don't know. You know what I mean? All right, that's let, why. Let, I look let, at let's it. move on. Um, Sinjin. Hey, what's going on? Ask Sinjin that question. What question? About smoking weed and, and no. drinking. I, I don't know. I, 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 I would say smoking weed and driving is a lot safer. I mean, I don't do that shit, but a lot of my buddies do. I think smoking weed's way safer than drinking and driving. That'll go. That'll way. I'm not hey, talking about safer, too. I just like when they tell me that they're better at driving. Yeah, I'm no, not, that's stupid. I mean, that's just being an idiot. <laughs> but getting to my question, uh, have you ever heard Have you heard anything about Jimmy next year, Steve? I have not. Speculating? Uh, let the... <laughs> Fuck, here we go. Hey, Sinjin, um, if anyone would know, Steve would. So that's not... <laughs> JT, what do, what do you know about Jimmy next year? I don't know. I know he's working on stuff, but I, I haven't... I don't think he has anything definitive yet. How did Jimmy I do mean, this weekend? Jimmy went... 16-20. Uh, 16-20 uh, this year, this weekend, yeah. He, he I don't know. I, you, we all know I love Jimmy, but... Shit, this is he did not have a good year. Like he had am I am I wrong? Like don't you think he would have done a lot better? I, I definitely thought he would do a lot better. I've told him that. Um I, I, I thought with a full time ride with no worries, a little bit of salary yeah, exactly. he, he would really show what he can do. Uh what what he, what happened? This is a guy like, this, this is a guy that got tenth happened. this guy this is a guy that got tenth overall in the series uh two years ago. So uh I don't know. You can ask J T. Maybe J T can bag on him. No, no bag nah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, but no, nah, Supercross was just, I think it was kind of more learning. He's still learning, you know, with it. Uh, and then outdoors, it was just a combination of beating himself up a little bit with big crashes and Supercross. And then, honestly, he's just kind of, 
he, you know, he had some concussion problems, and he, you know, just been off the bike a lot. I think more than more than he's used to. Really, like it's hard to it's hard to bounce in and out of the series, being hurt and missing races and stuff, and be at your best. So, yeah. you know, that that Washougal crash was big. I mean, he qualified what third in practice or whatever. Yeah. So clearly, he was on his game. And then, you know, you knock yourself out for five minutes or whatever. It's going to have an effect. So. All right. Well, I'll be at Elsinore. Uh, unfortunate circumstances. I'll be at Elsinore this weekend. Oh, well, awesome. stop right, the, come by. You can watch him change or something. Stop the presses. Oh, I'll, he, Jimmy got me a ticket, and then I have to pay for my girlfriend's ticket. Fucking waste of money, but um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm gonna get there nice and early, you know, okay. so I can spend all day with him. Fantastic, Sinjin. Thanks, bro. All right, later. See ya. Hey, we're gonna take a commercial break. JT, uh, we're gonna come back and get you on after our segment of guests. Because we have tweeted tit segment questions for you, and uh, we have right. some more questions about um, different things. Um, hopefully, you'll still be up. It'll be late your time. But yeah, I'll you, be here. You'll Just be call here. me. Uh, thanks, and we'll call you back, buddy. Uh, right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come back with JG Grant, Grant Langston, Wit Racing, uh, Les Smith. Thanks, everybody. See ya. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. And you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOSports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a math-sized discount. BTOSports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOSports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new pro launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. 
Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. 
That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate Car Audio for Fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Hardin Huntington, Bell Ray Racing Supercross team. Pope MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. Welcome back. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Tragically Hip, the new one. Yeah. Uh, just, got a, uh, just got a tweet here from Zach. Catching up on previous episodes, I don't know why there is such a fuss about your Pete Fox interview. Haters gonna hate. That's you, Watson. Haters gonna hate. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're coming up with uh, Langston Witt's Jet Les Smith right away. Um, Watson? What up? Bought you some turkey. Glad you're enjoying it. It's good. Hey. Um, you motherfucker. Check this out. That's the good stuff, too. Good, like, I- it's good. It's, it's not awesome. the generic stuff. It's the the deli not, not boar's head, not it's, boar's head, but like good stuff. Good job, good job. Hey, what I, I just want to say one thing. What? By no means do I think that smoking pot is okay and drinking is okay. Oh, you just got a tweet about that or, or no? Not at all. Oh, oh, but oh, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm not saying that you know someone goes smoke pot and drive. I don't smoke pot. I don't. You know, I don't do drugs like that. So I don't do drugs like that. <laughs> I don't do any. <laughs> I do drugs. other drugs. I don't do any drugs. But the thing right. is, like, drugs are crack is whack, bro. 
yeah, I mean, can't say I never did, but it's... Uh, it's I never have. Well, that's good for you. I never I mean, have. So my, I just don't want people to think that I'm sitting here going, yeah, smoke weed and go drive, go do that. Right. Hey, if you smoke weed, that's your deal. But I'm just saying, if I'm if I'm going to get in a car, I'd rather get in the car with some guy that's stoned than the guy that's drunk. All right, let's get to our next bottom guess. line. But I'm All not right. saying do either. Yeah. So just remember that. Uh, Langston Racing, Langston Wit Racing, uh, KTM, um, Les Smith, Les, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Not too much, man. How you guys doing? I'm good. Hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. No worries, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I thought about getting you on after uh, talking to you a bit in the announcing tower this weekend at Steel City. Now, uh, you pulled a Michael Byrne where you broke your leg at Unadilla without even crashing, right? Yeah, we uh, we actually both kind of had the same incident. His was obviously worse than mine, and he was obviously leading when his happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, crazy that we both kind of did the same thing without crashing at the same track. That track was gnarly, man. Yeah, it was, it was no doubt about it. The, the ruts were insane. And it's too bad for you because I felt like you were, you were getting better on the KTM Ryan Dungey 450 bike, uh, did you feel it better too? Like, did you, looking forward to the end of the season, I felt like you were riding better than uh, you were at the beginning. Yeah, things are really starting to click, man. I was feeling better and better every week, and um, we were starting to get some good results put in, you know. And just like when I broke my leg, I just passed in the eighth. Mm-hmm. And um, things are starting to look up. You know, we we're kind of getting on a roll, hoping to carry that through the end of the season. But uh, obviously that ended, so... Luckily, it wasn't too bad, and um, right now, just kind of a couple weeks off, and looking forward to Supercross. What'd you do, Tib and Fib, like clean break? I mean, as, as good of a break as you could have, let's say. Like, are you going to be out back on the bike soon? Uh, no, I just I did a clean break on the Fib, and they said I didn't have to do surgery. Um, they told me uh, anywhere from 10 to 15 weeks, but I took the surgery option because that put me back on the bike in 6 to 8. Right. So, um, like right now, I'm... I'm just over about a week and a half, two weeks out of surgery. Right. And um, I've already got it out, moving it around. Took some steps on it today. I wasn't supposed to, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely coming along a lot quicker with uh, the surgery route. 702-586-7857. If you've got a question for Langston Witt Racing's Les Smith um, about uh, his break, his season, or anything else. Um, yeah, it's, it's a real shame. What, let's talk about the uh, – now, a couple years ago, was it last year? When did you ride for 18 teams? Was it last year or the year before? <laughs> that was last year. Last year you rode for Rockstar Suzuki, JGR, help me out. South of the border for Supercross. South of the border for Supercross. Anything else? Um, well, I was signed with that team that Phil Otterton was starting for the outdoors. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, that went down the drain. <laughs> so you rode an RMZ 250. You rode a Honda 250. You rode a, a YZ 450. Yeah, um, that was it. Yeah, okay, so you're bounce, bouncing around from, from bike to bike and class to class last year. And, uh, again, showing showing speed here and there. But this year must be nice to just be on one bike, signed to a team. And not only signed to a team for this year, you already signed for next year, which is which is another benefit for just having more stability in the ride, huh? Yeah, it's actually it's awesome. It was, it was so cool to be on the same bike <laughs> for a whole season. And um, then, you know, too, like we were just laughing the other day. I don't think I've ever had a deal, any kind of deal done before Christmas. And then <laughs> here we are, you yeah. know, really early here, and I've got something done. And uh, I got it done with a team that I'm I'm really happy to be a part of. It's it's grown a lot, and mm-hmm. it's come a long way, and there's some pretty big things in the plans. So I'm yeah. excited to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, hey, um, and again, I don't want to bring this up because it's going to be negative, but 
you had some bike problems this year, right? You had some DNFs. Uh, uh, it's a brand new machine. KTM still learning about it. And actually, I wrote I wrote for the fact that there was some guys in Canada having problems with it too, and you guys were having problems with it. And it just, if anything, it makes me appreciate the factory guys even more because of Ryan Dungey riding that thing and they're not having any problems with it. So I don't want to be negative towards the DNFs, but you did have some bike problems this year, which held you back from scoring a lot more points, huh? Yeah, it was it was just some growing pains, you know. I mean, we we tried some different things. We had a uh, some engine builders that you know tried some different things that obviously weren't quite right and had some problems. But as we got closer to the end of the season, um, we went back more towards the KTM setup mm-hmm. and you know what was stock and and just kind of went back to the basics of of where K, what KTM had and it, that's when everything started getting a lot better. Right, right. So, um, and, and now, it's it's a really good bike, and you know we just if we stick with what they've got, you know it was working really good at the end. So your teammate Zach Freeberg jumped onto your bike this weekend. He was top twenty in the two fifty class. He jumped onto your bike this weekend, pulled a couple of good starts, uh, had some problems with his bike, non motor related, um, and 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 really you could see the the factory KTM motor with his starts were on point, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh. It's awesome. Like I said, I only got to run it once, and that was for seven laps at Unadilla. Right. And um, it, it made a big difference for me. It was the first time um, that I started uh, in the top ten all season. So, um, And I only got to run it one moto, and then obviously Zach got a good start on it this weekend. So mm-hmm. that just pumps me up even more for next year, you know, knowing that I'll get to have that all next year and that support. And uh, hopefully we can pick up where we left off and just continue to get better. Yeah, definitely. Hey, um uh, talking about what the team itself. Um, now, again, you've been on a lot of teams uh, in your in your young career. How's the Langston Witt team for you? How's that working? And, and talk about what Grant Langston, who is a uh, world champion, a national champion, a 250 Supercross t- champion, talk about the things that Langston uh, helps you with. It's really good. Everybody on the team is super cool, and it, it's a really good group. Everybody's close, and it, it's kind of cool because it's a new team, so everybody's working extra hard to try to get, you know, we've all got the same goals, and that's to get better. And everybody works really hard at it. And even, like, down the Grand, it's so cool to have a guy like him as a team manager because he was a rider, and he, he understands things, you know. Like, mm-hmm. if I have a problem or something, you know, a lot of times maybe a business-type team manager wouldn't understand. Um, you go to Grant, and I tell him, hey, man, this I, I don't like this. Like, this makes me uncomfortable, you know, and he'll be like, you know what? I know right. exactly what you're talking about. I've been there. That's bull crap. You know, and like he'll fix it. Um, right. Just because he understands, you know, a rider's perspective. And then our team owner, Scott Witt, he's awesome. You know, pretty much Grant Grant knows what's best. And if, you know, if he tells Scott what we need and it's he believes it'll make the team better, he's on board to do it. You know, like he never holds anything back and does whatever it takes to make it better. And it, it's been good all year. I've seen Grant progress a lot, you know, like mm-hmm. obviously – this was his first year being a team manager, and it's amazing how far not only he came, but the whole team came throughout the year. Yeah, and, um, I was talking to Grant, and Grant uh, Grant was saying that um, Scott has been, you know, they lost. You guys had Olins for a Supercross, and they they were done with you as a title sponsor. And and Grant was saying it's super hard financially, but Scott has been there the whole time. If if we need it, I'll do it. I'll get it. Yeah, absolutely. That that's his attitude, and I mean that. I don't think you could have any better than that, honestly. You know, I mean, he doesn't just 
spend money in stupid places, but if it's something that he firmly believes that is going to make the team better, then he doesn't question it. You know, if, if that's what it takes to make the team better, that's what he's going to do. And um, he wants to build a top-level race team, and I mean, I think he's on the right path to do it. I'm glad to be able to hang on and be a part of it. He's got the flow orange frames. That'll that's already worth a couple seconds. I love those. That looks good. I think it's I think it's awesome. It stands out. This weekend, I actually got to watch, which I didn't enjoy doing. But when you see the bike on the track, like it stands out, and I think that's awesome. It's pretty mm-hmm. easy to spot and pretty easy to see. I think it's pretty cool. So two man team next year, from the sounds of it, yourself and uh, another guy. Is that yeah, what we're looking two at? Two man team. They're uh, trying to get me a teammate locked down right now, and they're uh, talking to a couple. Pretty big names, um, some top-level riders, which would be we can't, awesome for me. We can't talk about somebody. it. Kenny's going to get mad. We can't talk about that because there's no press release yet. So we'll just no, no, can't it. talk about it. But I'm excited. You know, it'd be good to get somebody on there that I can learn from and just feed off of and and work with. So, um, hey, do you? Well, first of all, let's let's get to your chick question. She's 32nd board girl this weekend. Yeah, she's been doing it on and off some this year. How do you feel about that? I I like it. I think it's cool. Do you worry about her tripping and getting run over by the pack? Because, like, they till the starts, big clods of dirt. I would be worried <laughs> myself if my wife was down there tripping and then getting run over. Yeah, it was actually pretty funny at uh, Southwick. Um, had a DNF in the first moto, um, so I was all the way on the outside for the start of the second moto. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like that's the side of the starting line that she was on. Right. And... So she walked by, like, on her way up to go do the card, and she kind of looked at me, and she was like, good luck. And I said, you better haul ass when you run because I'm not slowing down. Like, I got to go right by where you're running, and I'm not slowing down, so you better go. And I think that made her pretty nervous. She she ran off a little quicker in that one than she did in the first one. This just in, Les yeah. Smith kills girlfriend <laughs> at Southwick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, plus she's probably got some heels on or some sort of, you know, bigger shoes on and, and the dirt clods. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I'd be worried. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, I get I get pretty nervous for I got more nervous for her this weekend when I was watching. Like, when I'm racing, I don't really – I don't think about it at all. Like, right. the car goes sideways and it's completely out of my mind. But um, this weekend when I was just kind of watching the race, I got pretty nervous for her, actually. Right. Uh, uh, how much money does she make for that? Is it is it enough to like fly both of you first class? Of course, to the races. Uh, yeah, of course <laughs> not. <laughs> no, it's uh, it, she makes a little bit of money. I mean, I guess it makes it worth being at the race. Right. She's going to be there anyway, and she still gets to watch the race and all. So it's pretty cool. And then I have guys like Davy Millsaps and them who like to make fun and pick around, but it's all good. Yeah, I mean, that's my next question: is now you got to beat all these dudes off from trying to pick her up. Uh, Davey yeah, married, so he would Like, we were on the line at Southwick, and I was lined up beside Millsaps in the first moto, and he's picking on me, and he's like, I bet I'll beat you there. And I'm like, oh, dude, you're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because if we've learned anything about our sport over the years, it's that no girl you bring to the races is safe. Nobody. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much true. Right. No, exactly. Hey, uh, do you still ride down at RC Spice? What's, uh, what's the story with that? Yeah, I'm there uh, full-time now. I was down there with um, Marcy and Dunge for the summer. And um, I'm home right now in South Carolina just because I can't really do anything. But uh, as soon as I start back riding, I'm back down there. Actually, my truck and everything is still down there. I don't even have any clothes at home, man. It's (laughs) that bad. Like The only clothes I have at home is what I had packed to go to Unadilla. Because I was planning on flying to Unadilla for a day and then back to Florida. So all my stuff is... 
But where do you live down there? Where, do you have an apartment? Do you, have, do you live on a property, or what? where do you live? Well, I went down just for the summer, where the intentions, you know, for the outdoor season, mm-hmm. and it was just three or four months. So I actually stay with Big Rick and Jeannie. Oh, um, okay. They got a spare bedroom. I stay with them. I stay at Ricky's house some. Just kind of bounce around, but... Um, now when I go back in October, I'll be there through the whole Supercross season, so I'm just going to get an apartment down that way, and I'll be there at least through May. The plan is to stay all the way through outdoors again, but right now at least through May for sure. So. Yeah, that's a good idea. Stop freeloading, dude. It's about time to step up. And, and... <laughs> hey, I actually, when I got there, I went to go get an apartment, and Jeannie and Bigger are the ones that stopped me. They're like, no, it's stupid. Like, I went and was about to sign a contract on one and everything, and <laughs> Jeannie's like trying to tear up the papers. She's like, "No, Boy, you're staying with me." Boy, does that surprise me? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're good people. Much, much like JT, who you know is a good friend of ours and on the show a lot, rides at Chad's house. That's just that's just got to be awesome for your development and your growth as a rider. You're with uh, RC and Dungey every day, and you're seeing what those guys do. And man, that's just got to be a great help, huh? Yeah, it's awesome. And you know, I stayed down there quite a bit when I was an amateur, right? And um, but now it's like I'm a little bit older. So obviously I see, you know, how much better it is for me. And then, too, now Ricky's there. And when I was there before, he was focusing on himself. You know, like, I'm training for a title, drop in, you know, do, <laughs> right. do what I do. And now it's kind of like Ricky comes out to the farm all the time to help me, and it's more like he watches and sees what I need to fix and sees what I need to work on. He's there to help me. You know, he's not really doing it anymore, obviously, so... Right. It, I feel like I get a lot more out of it now. And obviously, you know, I went to Hangtown this summer and <laughs> was finishing, like, in the 20s and then, you know, pretty consistently getting into the top 10 yeah. when I broke my leg. So it, it was huge right. um, for me. Also, too, um, Dunge is probably there. You could get some bike setup tips or bike tricks or something, you know what I mean, from him. Like, hey, like, you know, what area what area are you going with your bike in this in this direction, shock fork or whatever, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now too that we're going to be working um, much closer with KTM, I think that'll be even better. Uh, actually, I, I was giving his dad Troy Dungey some money to work on my practice bike while I was down there. Yeah. So oh, um, cool. it it works out good. And like I said, there's I can learn a lot from both of them. And Ryan's really cool and really helpful all the time. And uh, it you just you couldn't ask to be around a better group of people. You know, you <laughs> should surround yourself with good people and you'll get good things. And Gannon Ardette has been around there too, right? I understand. Yeah, he yeah. was he was around there a little bit. Um, I think he rode there more last year. I don't think he's riding there much this year. Um, but right. he was around there some. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be great for your development. Every day you see in these guys, and you're like, hey, if I got it. and just like JT talks about too, like he gets ragged on nonstop, but he's helped them so much and has learned so much. And and you know you just got to be a sponge. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely get ragged on. So. Uh, <laughs> But it was good during the summer. Ricky was getting ready for Loretta's, and me and right. him were pretty close to the same speed most of the summer. So we battled, and yeah. I don't know. It was good. We had fun. You can so. uh, Dunge isn't a big fan of myself, uh, and you know you and I are, are all right. So maybe you could probably put a word in and see. Hey, like I did the show. It's really awesome. You should maybe try it. Hey, uh, take it. Hey, let me tell you something, Les. If you want to keep right. that relationship cool with, with Dunge, <laughs> don't say a fucking word. Uh, just <laughs> don't say a word because you know. I know you know what Ryan thinks of Mathis. I'm you don't have saying. to tell Mathis, and you don't have to say nothing. But I know there's a lot of sh- talking going on in that barn, and I know, I know for a fact, 
if you want to keep <laughs> if you want to keep it cool because yeah I'm is, just saying it like, is Ricky's property but you know what Dungey is the guy that's running that place right now so saying that pump the brakes just just keep doing what you're doing and keep Mathis out nope. of this because Mathis only thinks about himself and in, in his podcasts and his shows so just stay out just, of it. You'll be fine. throw my name out there, Les. Just do it. Just, just, just throw it in there and be like, man, the guy's pretty cool, man. I don't know. Like, the guy's pretty rad. Huh? <laughs> yeah, if you want to have a good conversation, throw that out there. It'll, be, it'll go on, and you'll, you'll be laughing at the end of it. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, no, it's cool that, uh, that you've, uh, you've signed again with the team for next year. I think that's going to help you a lot, and it's going to be pretty good to be on the, uh, the team. You guys going to have a um, – Another rider, so that's good. Langston, Langston's going to be working with you guys. Any any lights, guys, yep. or just just what? No, just four fifty. You're going to oh. have two four fifties. So um, some of the names that we've heard for your team: Brett Metcalf, Ivan Tedesco, Davey Millsaps, maybe. But before he went to the Rockstar Suzuki team, so they they're going, they're going, Les. They're trying to get some guys. We can't we can't? Yeah, talk I, about know it that, cause... I know they're going after some really good guys. So I'm excited. You know, it'll be. Really good for me. Right. Um, you know, that's the way I look at it, obviously, to learn from those guys. So I'm excited. Uh, you better at motocross or supercross? How do you feel? What do you think your your, your strong point is? Um, I like motocross, uh, but I ride the 450 way better than I do the 250 mm-hmm. on outdoors, like way better. Mm-hmm. And I've never taken supercross serious on a 450. I've rode it a couple times just on a practice track. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same thing. I ride the 450 a lot better. Um, and I know that class is crazy stacked indoors, but I still feel like I'll do better on the big bike than on the little bike. I, I'm a bigger guy, and I ride the big bike a lot better. And so right. I don't I don't know. I, I think I'll like Supercross just as much, if not more, on the big bike. So Yeah, yeah. just another name to add to the list. You're right. Next year, Supercross is going to be uh, ridiculous. You doing the Monster? Are you going to be ready for Monster Engine Cup or no? No, I guess not. Ten weeks. No way. Right. No, well, no, the surgery cut that down, so I'll be riding like a week, possibly two before, so I don't know, I'll just see how I feel. I really would like to do it, just to kind of get my feet wet and get a race on the 450 mm-hmm. um, on a somewhat super crossy track, but, you know, only if I feel ready, so. How about you just come out and do like you did after the uh, the Vegas round, just go to the pool and hang out, because that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, we just bring your chick. Bring his chick. Yeah, he had his chick and yeah. his mom, and the, we all hung his mom's I mean, cool. His mom's rad. Yeah, his mom's mom's cool. Maybe mom could. Yeah, we had a maybe we mom, had a good time at the pool. Maybe mom could tell Dunja I'm cool, and then Les wouldn't get punished. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, um, uh, what was my next question? You know, what your next question oh, yeah. was no. Dunge knows that you're a douchebag, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, my next question to you, Les, is uh, no one listens to the show, nobody cares. So tell us the goods on the Ryan Dungey KTM bike. Uh, you've ridden the JGR Yamaha bike. You, like you said, you've ridden a lot of bikes. Talk about what the bike does well. There's not a lot of them out there. Robbie Marshall's got one. You've got one. Of course, Ryan's got one. Um, so talk about that. I, you know, I like it. Whenever I first rode the bike, I was pretty impressed. Um, I like the the steel frame. I'm I've become kind of a fan of it. Uh, I enjoy that, and I, I think the power spread out. Uh, right. really well. It's it's easy to ride. You know, it's not like a... I think some of the 450s I've rode stock are a little snappy and a little harder to ride, especially, like, for an average person that's just going to go buy one. Right. Um, the, the KTM's really fast, but it's really progressive. So it's um it's easier to ride, and, and it, it handles pretty dang well stock, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we did some suspension testing before the season and kind of chased 
the stock setting for a while, you know, before we got better. So um started out pretty good. And uh, I think, you know, KTM always kind of comes a little trick and a little more race ready. Right. So I think it's awesome, Mike. I'm, I'm happy to get to ride it another year. Uh, I know from, from previous friends of mine that sometimes there's a lot of bike swapping going on at the, down at those farms, at those tracks. So have you ever got on Dunge's bike? And uh, if you have, what's it like? And, and can you confirm or deny this? <laughs> uh, no, no, I never have. Oh, I think he's lying, Kenny. I think he's lying. No. <laughs> I've never rode anybody else's bike at that farm. Yeah. All right. You've said enough, Les. <laughs> You've said enough. Uh, hey, th- thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, uh, for I feel sure. Like, Tell know, everybody, too. Um, I'm going to go out to Elsinore. They got the oh, big open house Friday shit. at uh, Langston Motorsports. They're supposed to have, like, a stunt show and vendors and free food. And I think uh, Dungey and the Red Bull KTM guys and JDR and, then, of course, our team is all supposed to be there. So everybody come out. Yeah, and you know what's uh, even Langston better? actually texted me about that. I forgot. You know what's even better? What? You know who's emceeing it? The best online radio guys ever. DMXS is, is emceeing that open the, house. The open house. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, there we go. That's, that's going to um, be the best open house you can go to down there. Make sure you go. Free food, giveaways, discounts, free T-shirts, stunt show, vendors, prizes, Langston Motorsports in Paris. Yep. Yep. Just go re- check it out. I just read it. And it's, it's a Heck stunt yeah. show. Jason Britton or along that line? I, or, I don't or a freestyle know. show, like... Probably freestyle. I'd say Renard's probably going to be there, do oh. some stuff. Oh, okay. He's a KTM guy, oh, I would yeah. assume. But uh, um, cool. Right on, Les. Thanks, Les, man. Uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, good luck in the recovery. And, and maybe we'll see you where? Uh, Elsinore. He just said you, it. Yeah, you, you're going to be at the race. You can come around, and hang out. Yeah. Okay. We'll yep, see you thanks, there, buddy. Thanks for having me on, and I'll see y'all at Elsinore. All right. Tell, all right t- t- take care. Tell Dungeon said hi. Right, bye. Yeah, bye. Later. All right. Uh, all right, everybody. Les Smith of the Langston. Good guy. KTM. Good guy. I didn't say that. Good guy. I did. Uh-huh. He, Les Smith. Good guy. Um. Uh, Good guy. Stop. Hey, can you stop texting and doing that during the show? This is for our next guest, bro. Right Come is, on. Come on. Our next guest. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Thanks D- for. D- I, lo- I, lo- I love you covering. I love you covering while you see I'm trying to tell tits. Um, <laughs> you got a different number for I me? I do. I got a different number for you for our next guest. Little Donnie. Donnie Little Emmer, uh, Donnie Emmer Jr. of. Uh, I can't send it because he's the way he. There you go. Um, hey, throwing cell phones, uh, throwing iPhones. Yeah, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> so I told you the story, so you like it. You're a fan of that story. Uh, yes, I, you are. I am, but it, you know what? The uh, the build up for it was a little bit more than oh, I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you were like thinking it's good. I be thought it would be super nar, but you know what? I, I can't say I'm surprised when you told me who was involved. Right. Okay. I, I I would not. Hey, he he. Yeah, I, I won't say nothing more about it. But yeah. Um. Hey, Steve. Kenny. What's up? Don't point at me I like wanna, that. I, I want to get your opinion. Uh, maybe we can save it for a little bit, but 250 class. Tomac 1-1, great rides. Baggett struggled a little bit. Is it pressure? What is it? What's getting to him? Is there anything getting to him? What's your opinion on this? A couple of bad races for no. him in a row. Uh, he, I don't think he had a bad race at Still City. No? No. Okay. I mean, what he went 1-2. He went Did you write it down? Where did he go? 2 he went 2-3, right? He went 2-3. No. What are you on? Are you high? He went 4-4. Four, four. Oh, you, you said, you, you say Baggett or did you say Barsha? I said Baggett. Okay. No, he, I, you he know what? He lost a lot of points. You yeah. know what? I, I, I really, really believe. Was there no answer, Tits? Oh. My, my thought in this, and, and I don't know, this is total speculation on my point. I think he, 
the the track looked kind of sketchy to me when I seen that. I didn't see the second moto, but it was gnarly. Mm-hmm. Like there were some big ruts, and you got to remember, he's a West Coast guy. He didn't grow up in those ruts like Barsha, and you know Tomac's been you yeah. know he he's been hammering and he's going really good. I really think that he looks like to me like he didn't hang it out like he usually does. Right. And I think he was just going in there to do the best he could, mm-hmm. salvage whatever he could, and get out of there and get back to where we know that he is going to do like Elsinore is going to be a really good race for him. I think I believe. so. I think you're right. I think that the conditions, even though they could disc it, they can bring in dirt, but once that top base is gone, it's going to be hard, slick, shitty underneath. Right. And that's where he excels. If you go look back at all his races where he did good, those are the type of conditions. And yep. that's personally what I think. And uh, I, I really like, it's, it's an awesome, it's an awesome, awesome, awesome opportunity for all three of those guys. And it's exciting going down to the last one. I know what I'm going to be doing Saturday. At the pool. No. <laughs> but you know what I don't understand? What? Both motos aren't live. The both 250 motos aren't live? No, I just the first the one. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, they're not. They're at the whim of the TV guys sometimes. Um, but, yeah, but this is going to the end. I know, but. It's like, there's. I mean, the Olympics are over. What are they going to show? Maybe they got CFL football to go. Yeah, to true. Uh, all right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, uh, this is the, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the marketing guru of FMF, Donnie Amler Jr. Donnie, what's up, man? It's Labor Day, boys and girls. I know, and uh, and I sense that you're uh, you're you're celebrating Labor Day, and that's nice to see. I like that. Um, well, you know what? It's been going on since 1892, so we should celebrate, right? We work here, Pulp Mech Show. We work. That's what we do. Oh, okay. Um, I forgot. I, I have a day off. UPS is not working, so that's the only days that we don't not work. Oh so yeah, it's yeah. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Hey, eh? hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Um, what's going on in, in the world of FMF? The latest thing I saw. The 2013 CRF 450, you've already got exhaust for it. Yeah, I mean, luckily, uh, you know, we've we've had our hands working with uh, Larry Brooks and Jeremy McGrath, so you know, sometimes we get things a little earlier, and that's it's been perfect for us. Uh, and being able to build stuff so quick, you know, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's really what we're all about, trying to get stuff to the customers, you know, the first right when they get the bike. So. It's been uh, it's been awesome. It's pretty gnarly because like even Chad Reed, we had him on last week. He's like, I don't have a bike. I don't know when I'm getting one. And FMF's already got the pipe for it. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I feel bad for the competition. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. Hey, you're you're doing some more stuff with Jeremy now, huh? Um, that's kind of cool. We'll talk about that a little bit. Working with Jeremy McGrath. I mean, obviously for me, uh, I'm 31 now, so you know, childhood legend uh-huh. is Jeremy McGrath, and uh, getting being able to work with him and now he's has a race team. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's so cool. And, and when people ask me, how's it working with Jeremy? Like we did a photo shoot with him mm-hmm. and I tell people, I'm like, man, this guy, he just did about six hours of factory testing at, at the factory Honda track. And then we went and shot with him for about another four hours. And the guy was literally like riding the bike for like probably six hours of the day. And he was just so enthusiastic and, mm-hmm. It just it just shows why he is who he is. You know, right. he's got great sponsors, DC Skull Candy. You know, like he's still so relevant to the sport, which is you know, I yeah. think anyone's dream. I, I agree. He's uh, and I think it's because on on the, on the way up the ladder, and on the way down, he treated everybody the same way. And now, years later, you know, I mean, two years ago, the guy got thirty k to go race uh, Genoa Supercross. You know, what I mean, he's been retired for how long? But exactly. It doesn't matter. He's, yeah. It 
it's uh, when when we were shooting with him, I was kind of nervous. You know, I was like, oh, we got to, you know, we got to show up on time. And, right. and he came down. He drove his truck down to the to the next. We actually were at his uh, Supercross track and Troy Lee's, so they share it. And he was like, literally got out a, a one set of gear and put another set on. Been riding all day, and and he was just like so enthusiastic. And he was like, hey, what do you guys need? Like, we're like, well, we need. We're looking for some sunset, and he was just like. Okay, whatever. Let me know. Yeah. Like, and those type of people. Like, I've worked with a lot of riders, and you know, they should look up to Jeremy McGrath because this is exactly how you stay relevant in the sport. Also, too, uh, long association with Pro Circuit for MC. So again, you're like, how's this gonna go? But it didn't matter. It didn't matter to him. You know. You know what? He uh, now he's in. You know, also has to be in his business sense, and mm-hmm. you know he has a race team now, and you know they they chose what what exhaust they wanted to go with, right. and you know that happened to be with FMF, and which was you know dream come true for me because it was so cool to be able to work with Larry Brooks and Jerry McGrath. Well, I don't know about Brooks, but anyways, MC. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you know it's cool, and he he understands that, and he's he's you know. He right. used FMF a couple times on his YZ250, and, and he's just gung-ho. Let's move forward, and let's have fun, and, and he's totally he's, he's amazing. Oh, the days of me at Yamaha with DV choosing the FMF, Jimmy Perry from Pro Circuit wondering how he's <laughs> choosing the FMF. You know, the Pro Circuit one is better, and, and DV just saying, no, I like the FMF, and, and the, 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 it's good times. Lots of, lots of politics involved in that, uh, but... Um, you guys made the uh, a killer YZ250 pipe. You're right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. You know, every rider's got his preference. I mean, there's a lot of companies out there that make great product, and, you know, we strive for that every day. And mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where we, you know, we try to to be the best. And, you know, at the time, David Villman liked the, liked the product, and, you know, we uh, we were excited about that. And, and he was actually beating McGrath at the time, so McGrath's like, "What? What's what's <laughs> different on his bike?" So yeah, yeah. you know, he switched for I think the Vegas Supercross, oh, and he, he, he uh, I just run? remember being yeah. a, being okay. a kid, and I was like, "Whoa, this is gnarly!" Like right. McGrath's using our pipe. Um, hey, uh, and also too, good job on the Alessi ad. I like that. Um, you guys have been there with the Alessis for a long, long time. You sort of made a collage ad of uh, Mike over the years using the product, and Mike racing from you know '60s on up. And I thought that was really cool and clever. Uh, good job on that. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things. You know, we uh, you know we're at the grassroots level. You know, so we're working with these kids since they're you know since they get on a bike, and right. you know sometimes you lose them and sometimes you don't. And and Mike's one of those kids that has always you know wanted to be a part of our company, and and so I felt like you know we owed it to him to just show him you know show people how mm-hmm. long you know twenty years of history since '65 you know all the way up to. You know, we went to Millville the first time, and he was, you know, riding right. a privateer Honda, and he was, you know, doing his thing. Right. And now to, to his Moto Concepts bike right now, you know, so it's pretty cool. And I think uh, Mike's really shown people, and he's gained so many fans, like, just being who he is, and I, I, I really uh, enjoy working with him. You, uh, you want to give away some stuff tonight? What do you, what do you, what do you got? What's the point? You name it, I got it. What, what do we want to do, like? 2013 13 CRF. CRF 450 pipe. <laughs> Let's do the 2013 now. You know me, I always like, where's the two-stroke fans? All That's right. what we like. You we do... like two-stroke oh. guys. Okay, so um, let's get three guys. Want to do okay. the three guys, three callers, first three callers that, that want a two-stroke, FMF two-stroke pipe, call in right now, and we'll put you through, and uh, you can tell the story to uh, little Donnie, and we'll pick the best one. 
Um, hey, uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, you, you. To me, uh, the Doseki guy has nothing on you. You're one of the more interesting people in motocross, and for real, because you're involved in so many things. FMF does so many. Th- What's going on with you? Where, where have you been? Where have you traveled? Where are you traveling to? What's happening? Oh my gosh. Uh... Well, sometimes it's for fun, so yeah, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I try to mix work with fun. And you know, I was in uh, Nicaragua surfing, and uh, now, now it's just recently in Key West. But you know, oh, Red Bud, whatever, See? mix it yeah, up. Yeah. You know, you got to have fun. I know that's what I mean. You're always out there. <laughs> um, uh, also, too, the uh, talk about the year for FMF. Like, what's what's some of the things that you guys as a company have accomplished in 2012 or, or winding down our season? So, what uh, what do you hang your hat on? What do you talk about? Well, I, I'm still talking about Ryan Villapoto. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is that bad? Well, no, no, it's not. And that was uh, that was pretty cool and weird all at the same time. And I know that those guys, from talking to those guys, they they couldn't believe the amount of work you guys put into that program, even when your badge wasn't on the pipe. Like you guys didn't just hang your hat up and go, "Oh, well, we're out." No, I mean honestly, that was uh, probably the biggest thing for our company. In- you know, since my dad started it, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it was a dream come true and it was very, very cool. And, you know, we're still just, we, we have fun. I mean, that's what the, our company is about. I mean, we ride dirt bikes and just like everyone listening, you know, we, mm-hmm. we have fun yep. and, you know, we look just to throw our leg over a dirt bike and go ride. So, you know, how, how, how else can we have fun? So we're looking forward to the 2013 season. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. I mean, the 450 class, the, the 250 race coming up at Elsinore right now. It's, I mean, there's so many things going on. It's just yep. every year it's, it's so exciting. And that's what makes our sport so much fun. And in the department of listeners that only I care about, and maybe you, you swept the Canadian titles this year, both classes oh, with the leading edge we team. Just, we, our leading edge Kawasaki team, let's be honest. Uh, here's the best part. I, for one thing, I try to send my driver up with our fifth wheel to the the race because the big, you know, Steve, you know, it's a big amateur national up there. Mm-hmm. So uh, he couldn't get across the border, so that was a problem. Yeah. And then I try to send Jeff Northrup at the same time <laughs> to go just support our guys because they're going to win right. up there. Uh, he can't find his passport the night <laughs> Nor- before his Nor-Cal. flight. NorCal, NorCal. So yeah, I'm. So now I have no. No one up there whatsoever. Like, I was mm-hmm. going up there full bore, just going to have fun. And, right. and I was like, man, maybe I should just book my own ticket, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should. <laughs> most interesting guy in the world been in Canada at the same time. Gone to Canada. Yeah, exactly, huh? Um, and, and also, too, Mike Brown. How about Mike Brown? This year? God, what a story. Man. Mike Brown is, he's so bald and he's so incredible at the same time. <laughs> X Games gold medal, man. Um, X Games gold medal. Guy goes out with a factory bike, just you know, schooling these younger guys. Right. It's, it's incredible. Uh, I was talking to him at Southwick, and I said, listen, Brownie, honestly, uh, you, I thought you were kind of, you know, on the downswing here because you hadn't done that well in your national appearances, you know. And, you know, I mean, you're badass, but you were struggling a bit. And he's like, I was, but, uh, you know, I just get to ride more now. So now I'm riding more. So now it's not no <laughs> big deal. So <laughs> just typical Brownie, like just nonchalance, you know. He's 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 the coolest guy, but yet the, the like he he might be the man in the world right there. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's he does it all. Baja racer from motocrosser to Baja. That's like Laporte, you know, like yeah. Dan Laporte that works for us. Went from racing in the world motocross to oh, I'm just gonna go and uh, race across Africa for the Paris Dakar. <laughs> hey, we got our callers, so our lines are lit up. We got our three guys for the two stroke pipe from FMF. 
Uh, and, hey, before we get to these guys, thanks for everything you do for us on the show. No, hey, uh, you know what? Thanks for always having us on, and thanks for everyone that's listening. And, and you guys, everyone's been a big supporter of uh, my dad's brand and just trying yeah. to – you know, have fun and, and ride dirt bikes. I need to get your dad for a podcast. I just have no chance of nailing him down for an hour. I don't think I have we, any chance of that. We can do it. If you and me team up, we can, we can, yeah, we like can do you, it. You can say, hey, Dad, sit down. You have yes. to sit down. We have to do this. Yes. <laughs> get off the machine and sit down for a little bit. Uh, We're good. All right. We got, hey, Brandon, what's up, man? Thanks for calling. You have a KX85? Yeah, it's my kids. It's your kids, KX85? All right. Um, yes. Give us... Tell us your FMF history. What have you used in the past? What kind of product do you like from FMF? Uh, tell us your FMF love. Uh, we've used uh, from 50s up. You know, we've always used FMF on the, uh, the little bikes, and now he's up to the 85 and mm-hmm. still using it. Do you have a stock pipe on there right now? Yep. Okay. All right. Hold on there. F- hold on, Brandon. Um, I like Brandon's answer, stock pipe. So, you know, <laughs> he, he needs the horsepower. Derek, you have an 04 CR125. Yes, I do. I think those were pretty horrible bikes. Weren't they pretty slow? Uh, they need- uh, it's, got a, it's got a Varner uh, cylinder on it. Oh, it whoa. Okay. Whoa. I just oh, we got a connection actually, uh, a 450 guy, but I had oh. a bad injury this year. Sold mm-hmm. my 450, just healed my ankle up, and uh, bought this 125 two weeks ago to start riding again. Okay. And it actually has an FMF pipe on it, and I crashed at a local track this weekend and just crushed it, wrapped it around the cylinder. What what kind of pipe did you have on it? What model? Like just uh, uh the the factory, the unplated. Oh, with, uh, oh okay. shorty, shorty silencer. You don't sell many unplated, I'm guessing, uh, little D, huh? Uh, we. I'm a big ton. fan of the unplated. It looks trick, right? You, you sell a ton, Donnie? Yeah. Oh, do, I, I think everybody would want plated. Mathis, two strokes are big these days. I mean, I know there's always a big conflict on the show, whatever. It's but. not a conflict. I'm just saying you can't race them anymore because you're going to lose. No, no, I'll be getting a new 2013 CRF 450 Listen, to race next year. Yeah, if but you want to ride. This thing's my toy for the winter. If you want to ride a two stroke, I'm okay with that. I have so, no hey, problems with that. Check it out. If we or Donnie gives you this pipe, will you go buy a 2014? No, 13. 13. 13, sorry. I will, actually. I plan on buying that system for the CRF anyways, but I would definitely like this thing for my toy. Good. That's a great answer. I think you're – Hold on. To me, me, this guy's in the lead because we're going to give him something and he's going to go – Right on, K-Dub. I'm a big fan of the show. Oh, yeah. He's going to support support the sponsor. He's just saying that. It's B2B. He's just saying that. Well, we're going to make sure he buys it. I really do. And I actually have their 09 CRF pipe hanging in my garage. Perfect. So we're gonna. You could go to BTO Sports and you could probably buy it through BTO. Use the discount code Um, Steve, uh, and we'll be good. Okay, Derek, hold on, hold on. Um, all right, last guy, Kevin. You have an 09 YZ250. Yeah, I do. Um, SSTs on there right now. Been using SSTs since my '97 RM125. Um, I don't know. I don't got a sap story because my pipe's actually still in good shape. But um, (laughs) so why do you why um, do you want an FMF pipe? Because it's free? Um, I'd really, if he's got any of those Villeman spec ones still laying around the shop, I'd love to try one of those bad boys. You could, <laughs> listen, we dinoed those. I doubt they'd be very good for a local guy. Hey, Donnie, do you remember those yeah, things? They, they, they came on, they, they came on so low and their hit was just huge. Yeah, uh, David just liked, you know, he's a bigger guy, so he just wanted that super cross hit. It was gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, my, well, my thought is, um, and I'm all about supporting the, the brand, the sponsor. You've, do you have, have you ever used an FMF product? Yeah, I got uh, SSTs 
on there right now. Like, I had an SST on my previous bike. I got the silencer right now. needs repacking, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, oh, okay, SST. So, I, I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. SST about. is FMF's uh, I know model. It is. Yeah, okay. I know yeah. it is. Right. Sorry, I misunderstood you. Did I thought, you use an FMF with Brian Deegan when you were running 167s? You know what? I, I uh, Actually, I have the, the, the McGrath uh, um, Troy Lee graphics on there just because, like, shop that was near me. Bought a crap out of those things, and they had them super cheap, so I had like four of those things lined up for every time I burned through one of them. Oh, but you know what, caller? He wasn't talking to you. He's talking to me, so don't ever <laughs> cut me off like that again, dude. <laughs> Kevin, he's angry. He's Kevin, angry, Kevin. He just went from the lead to the bottom, dude. Oh, man. Come on, I thought Donnie dude. was making the decision. Donnie is making the decision. <laughs> Donnie is. He, I'm, just, I'm just trying to throw my two cents in. Um, but, Kenny, did you, so Kenny, did you use an FMF on the one? I'm going to tell you, this is this – is, I've known Donnie a long time, right. and, and I got nothing but respect for FMF. But my any team or any rider I've ever worked for you has never always used, really? never used FMF. Wow! I know it's crazy, huh, KD? Yeah, it's crazy, Weird. and it's not because of right. anyone's better or that. But it was just this the way it just the way fell it worked into, out. It's fallen into place. I not only I used know. FMF, I worked at FMF Honda in 1998, taking Danny Smith to multiple DNFs at the time. Where is Danny Smith, by the way? Uh yeah, dude. Um, I Idaho. Idaho, and, Idaho? He, and he's uh, doing airplanes, something to do with airplanes. He's like an airplane broker. Like, you think he has like something Hannah. to do with Bob Hanna? Yeah, he does. He does. Um, Him and Brock Sellers, they all fly planes. What's going on? Dude, he listens know. to Angle Boingo Daily, my own private idol. Oh, it's Devo. Uh, I don't know. Devo? All right, Kevin. Uh, thanks, man. Hold on, though. Hey, hold, good luck, Kevin. Hold on, You're going to need it. Hey, <laughs> hey if I a tiebreaker, I drive a Ford Ranger that's got FMF stickers front and back on it. So, that, boom. Ooh. Wait, your question is, did you cut ooh. out the FMF logo and put it on the, the you Ford You have an the FMF over the Ford? Wow, that's really original, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> that's super original. Thanks, bud. Hey, hold on. Do what I do. Thanks. Hold on. Uh, hey, Donnie, let me ask you a okay, question. Okay, Donnie, what do you think? Go, kid. Up. What do you want? Okay. Do, you guys, do you guys make that sticker in that perfect size to fit over the Ford logo? No, they never no, did. No, on, yeah. honestly, uh, we have now because the Ford logo has, you know, grown over the years on different sized trucks, and now we have to. But the original FMF sticker just perfectly fit uh, the Ford emblem, and that's no did, joke. Did I wonder? I, I mean, this is just total speculation, like Steve does. Um, <laughs> I wonder if, if like, I mean, I tell you, there's a lot of trucks that have that. I wonder if they did that because of you guys. I wonder if they did that. Like, let's make them bigger. Let's make them oblong or change their well, logo around a little the, bit. The funniest thing is people will be like, hey, how do I order one of those uh, FMF emblems to replace my Ford ones? And you're like, yeah. um, dude, it's just a yeah, sticker. You just put it on. Like People like, <laughs> really think it's an emblem. That's, um, that's awesome. All right, so Brandon's got the KX85. His kid does. Uh, used FMF uh, his whole life. Imagine that, shocker. Wait, Dar- wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Dar- what? How come this dude, Jared323, has not called in yet? Because that should be the winner right there. Why? Because he has a FMF tattooed, ta- a tattoo of FMF on his arm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he's got to prove it. Yeah. Um, Derek's got the 04 CR125, claims he's going to buy FMF on his new 450. And Kevin has the 09 YZ250 SST system and uh, has a, an FMF sticker over his Ford logo, which is, again, hardcore. We're going uh, to hook them all up. <laughs> what? Whoa! Yeah, what? How we do it? Are you, Labor Day. Labor are you, Day. Are you high or drunk right now? Labor, it's Day. Labor Day. Hey, it's Labor Day, and uh, I'm feeling good right now. I'm just feeling. No. Like, Kevin, you lucky son of a bitch! <laughs> Kevin, because <laughs> I thought you were out. Kenny was not going to let you in. Right on, Kevin. Uh, congratulations. He was hating. Congratulations to all you did. You Brandon, guys all Derek, it. and Kevin, stay on hold. Tits, get their info for me, and I'll pass it on to you, Donnie. I, you know, every time you come on here, I, you, you're just you're like Santa, man. 
Well, it's just, it's, it's too easy. You you know, like if my dad heard this right now, he'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, no, I'm just, you know, I want to be cooler. So I'm just going to give shit away. Here's the thing that, that Kevin's SST system, that's a lot of money right there. There are a little more money those SSTs. Hey, Donnie, check this out. You know what you should do, dude? Talking about being cool. You should, and and I'm not pumping this guy's, tooting this guy's horn at all because I think he's kind of a dork myself. Um, (laughs) Go check out Steve's podcast with Pete Fox. Pete Fox is what Pete Fox says about being cool in a brand is probably the most genius thing I've ever heard of any industry oh, guy ever. I, I got to hear that. Listen to I that. I don't even know what he's talking about. I really that don't. guy's like a he. He seems I've I've only met him a couple of times, but like he really comes off like he is the rock star of motocross. Dude, no, what he, he says, dated Angie Everhart, I think for a while. What he said was well, he can be when you say that when you date that kind of thing, you know. Right, right, right. Pete, Pete Straight says. They're not in it for the money. They're not in it for the glory. They're in it to be cool, to have the coolest brand out there. Yeah. yeah. And that's more important for them to say, hey, you know, that's cool. And does he ride dirt bikes? Uh, he, he, he does ride dirt bikes. No, yeah, he said he did. I'm not yeah. saying he's one yeah. of those guys that goes to the track, but he, he, has, he grew up racing, and he, had, he does yeah. ride. Yeah, no, it's so rad. Yeah. Um, he, well, no, I, I, love this, I love this statement. Yeah. yeah. It, it, Check it, it out. It you, will, you, will, you will trip on it. That whole, his whole no. story is amazing. I will dig it for uh, sure. Well, hey, man, thanks for coming on. I'll let you get back to your Labor Day celebrations. I can't believe you <laughs> gave away three pipes. Uh, that's awesome for our show. And, again, you've been a big supporter of Pulpamex and the Pulpamex show, and uh, thank you very much for that. It's it's good times, and, and congratulations on all the success and the cool ads and, and being first with the pipes is awesome. And, yeah, man, thanks. All i got to say is wait till you guys see the Jerry McGrath ad that we just did. It's going to pretty much blow people's minds i think really it's, uh, yeah, the best that we ever we've ever done that's a bold sure. statement that's a bold statement yep. um i know yeah you're uh, you're one of the smarter marketing guys out there no doubt you've turning fmf uh, i think um into some cool stuff and some stuff that guys want to be part of you know and then also to the casual stuff is killing it i'm sure so thank you very much guys for having me on again and uh we love supporting you guys all right thanks donnie see ya see ya donnie emmer jr everybody giving away three pipes i i didn't think he's gonna give it i thought you're so full of shit. You knew he was giving no, away I didn't. three pipes. No, I did not. I swear to God. I said, what do you want to give away? Is like a pipe on a text message. I said, okay. Yeah. That's all. Um, That's pretty cool, really. Yeah. No, he's a good guy. Um, he's a good guy. And, um, well, they're all good guys. Everybody's a good guy. I think Jared should have won myself. Jared's from Canada, bro. That's oh, shipping's expensive. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's say no more. You shouldn't. You shouldn't win then. Uh, all right, let's take a commercial break. Tits, can we keep t- the commercial? Uh, we're going to come back with uh, uh, rookie Jesse Nelson of the Troy Lee Designs Honda team. I'm calling it right now. What rookie of the year? Tell him that. I'm going to. Thanks to uh, Donnie Emler Jr. Thanks to Les Smith. Thanks to JT. We're going to have him on it coming in. We got voicemails, emails, Tech One Designs contest. Let's talk about that. Hey, did you just back. burp into the microphone? No, you did too. No, I didn't. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulpamex Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulpamex Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a math-sized discount. 
BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new pro-launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set-it-and-forget-it deal featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the 1-2-3 Easy Build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radio braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx on checkout and save 20 percent off your order producing helmets since 1948 agv merged with dianese in 2007 birthing a renewed commitment to top of the line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. 
With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you.
on the Pulp of Max show presented by BTOsports.com. Coming at you with some Maiden. Die with your boots on. Yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is it? You don't like that song. I don't like that song. I like I like Maiden. I do not like that song. Um, you know, I've been doing the, the. You like Maiden now? I, I can live with Maiden. You know, I've been doing the lithical a little bit here and there. Yeah. Uh, Maiden, I have two Maiden songs on my workout playlist. Uh huh. They're pretty good when you're when you're when you when you're dying when you're dying and you need oxygen and, and water. Uh, BTOsports.com, X Brown goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, FMF Racing, tits. Come on. How cool is that? Tits. Yeah. Did you ask him for free shit when he hung up? Did you oh, call yeah. him back? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, he's hooking me up big time. Works Connection, AGV helmets, fly Wait, racing. Wait, does Tits even have a dirt bike? Yeah. You got an 05 CRF 450? Yeah. Do you have an FMF pipe on it? Mm, I, don't, I don't think so. What do you mean you don't, you don't think so? It's been a long time since I've even looked at that thing. It was <laughs> JT's old bike. So then, I think it had, it a, pro, I think it had a pro circuit deal on there. PC yeah. on Subway. Uh, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech. Thank you, Free Gun Underwear. We're going to do some kids' underwear coming up. Remind uh, me about that. All right. Tech One Designs, though. Let's talk about that. Uh, Tech One Designs Pulp MX Show uh, collab, they mm-hmm. call it. Check out techonedesigns.com for the contest rules. You're going to win. We have three prizes. The grand prize of des- you can design your own graphics, and the grand prize gets $10 from every kit sold as well as they're put into production. Second place is uh, Pulp MX swag uh, and, and, and some graphics. And third place is they will get their designs printed and sent to them by Tech One Designs. Tits, how many entries we got? A hundred? At least. Yeah, it's been hard to keep track of all of them, actually. A lot of good ones. <laughs> Don't lie. Don't lie on the show, Tits. <laughs> really? Don't lie on the Don't show. Don't lie on the show? We, we've got some submissions. Uh-huh. I'm not that pumped on them. I was hoping you'd print them off and show them to him because yeah. I want his opinion. I was slacking today. Swiss Core likes them. Uh-huh. I'm not that pumped on some on any of them. Ah, uh, one or two. Uh-huh. And you feelings are about, eh, the, same, about yeah. the same. I really wanted Kenny to to, to see him the printout, but I can show him it. afterward. What, on what are you going to show him? Screen. On a he needs to see him in front where you can flip through them and put them side by side. On you know he's not going to remember. Okay. You got to be gentle with him. Right. But thanks to Tech One Designs for doing that, and uh, and the the contest closes next Tuesday. Yep. Uh, so get on it. TechOneDesigns.com. You can print off the template. You can use crayons. You can use Adobe Illustrator. You can use whatever you want. Whatever you want to design a set of graphics. I'm surprised no one did Watson's face yet, or you know my face, or anything mm-hmm. like that. Everyone's kind of sticking to the basic designs of graphic. Who would really want Ken's face on their graphics? Nobody. But that might be funny and might make us choose a winner. You know, mm-hmm. like. You never know with him. He sure. chose some T-shirt designs that were a little whacked. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, thanks to Tech One Designs. Tuesday, get your entries in, and uh, we're gonna print all all these all the three uh, three people's graphics, and the the winner gets it put into production, and gets into uh, selling. Uh, Race Tech Seminar, um, Race Tech Seminars. Come on on up, check it out on racetech.com. Uh, basically, suspension theory is two days. Shop skills two days. And uh, there's an advanced uh, uh, class as well. Suspension seminars run from October 6th to the 13th. They're hosted by Paul Feed at Racetech, one of the smartest guys in the industry. And he'll tell you about all about your suspension, front to back. I know many people who have taken these courses. I have not. But they're, uh, they, they're more than worth the money. And there's also an engine seminar in the fall this year. And uh, it's a two-day course. 
And it's not a high-performance engine course. It's the basics of rebuilding your bottom end and top end on two or four-stroke. Kenny, maybe you want to go? I can I can build it, but maybe you can't. Um, yeah, so uh, targeted at shops, tuners, parents, and racers. So basically, uh, Paul Feed Race Tech, they're not only going to take your money and rebuild your suspension and motors, they're going to teach you how to rebuild suspension and motors so that you don't need to send them money anymore. That's what kind of place they are, Race Tech. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening tonight. And uh, let's go to our next guest, uh, Troy Lee Designs, Honda, Jesse Nelson. Jesse, man, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Uh, you've having a good season. 702-586-7857 if you have a question for Jesse Nelson about, uh, well, really about anything. Hey, uh, ninth in the points right now. And I got to say, uh, you know, if you told me at Hangtown that this kid that Honda, Troy Lee Designs Honda moved up was going to be ninth in the points, I would have said they were crazy. Uh, you're having a great year. Uh, you have to be excited about it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about the whole year. Uh, it's actually been going pretty well, uh, a little better than, than planned. And um, I've just been trying to stay as consistent as possible. And um, I, I'm really glad of – I'm really happy of how everything's turned out. And um, I just can't thank uh, the team enough for bringing me on and right. helping me out so much. Yeah, um you know, definitely, I, I think there's a Rookie of the Year award for the outdoors. I'm not sure. Uh, I think MX Sports does that. You got my vote, Kenny. My vote. Got Kenny's vote, too, so I, there's two. Oh, sweet. Well, thanks. Um, I hope I hope I have one. That would be really cool. <laughs> Roxon's in his first year, but he raced here last year, so he raced some Supercrosses. So I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm claiming he's not a rookie. I, I don't see how he could be if he's won some uh, yeah. world titles, but who right. knows? That's what I'm saying. You win a world title, it's like you're not a rookie. Yeah, not like you. Hey, um... <laughs> yes. uh, Shit, we might make one, the Pulp MX Rookie of the Year. Oh, congrats on that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Give you a coffee mug oh, or something, awesome. dude. <laughs> yeah, we'll, Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, uh, when did you get the call from uh, from Troy or from Tyler uh, Tyler Keefe, your team manager? Um, when did you get the call that, hey, we need you for Hangtown? Like, we've got an injury, Cole Seeley's out, uh, we need you for Hangtown. When, when did that happen? Well, uh, it was... Well, I mean, it kind of led up to it. It really wasn't just, like, all of a sudden. Like, after, I think it was Salt Lake when everybody got hurt. Yeah. And I, I called Tyler, and I just asked him. I was like, hey, where is everybody? And he's like, well, everybody got hurt, so <laughs> we're heading home. And I was like, so what's this mean for me? And he's like, I don't know, but we'll figure something out. Just keep Hangtown in the back of your mind. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to do that. That's, right. uh, I, already, I already have my sights set on Mammoth and Loretta's. That's what I'm doing. And, Mm -hmm. Been doing the last three or four, and then uh, I just kind of didn't really think about it for a while, and just slowly started building my way up to to Mammoth. And then two weeks away from Hangtown, he just uh, he's like, "Hey, two weeks away, what do you think?" And I was like, "No, not really." And <laughs> I don't I don't want to do that. I I don't think I can I can make it that long, and uh, I don't think I could yeah uh, make it through the whole series. And then I went home for the weekend. Uh, the first day. And then that was uh, the week before Hangtown, mm -hmm. and went home, came back, and I went and did some motos on my birthday, and I was feeling pretty good for some reason. I just like How's I don't birthday? know, I just had a really good day. Yeah. And then I called him and I said it was Monday. Called him and said, "Hey, let's let's race Hangtown." And he's like, "All right, sweet." I was hoping you'd do it, and uh, made it happen, and got a pro number and my license just in time, and yeah. uh, the Hangtown four days later. Yeah, that's crazy. I gotta say, like, I don't follow the amateur stuff too closely, uh, so I I heard your name, Kenny. I think you brought up Jesse's name when you got back from Mammoth last year. Was it last year? You yeah. were like, 
No, I thought he rode good. I don't think he had really had too much success, but he showed a lot of speed. Uh, but I've known Jesse. Yeah. I've known Man, Jesse. That's pretty hard for me. <laughs> I've known Jesse okay. for you know a long right. time. Know who he was, anyways, because Matt Wallace is a good friend of mine, and I know he worked with Jesse. And just that whole thing with those two independent, guys. Independent. Yeah, he was an independent guy. And then I know Matt was a big supporter right. and took him to some amateur races. And, you know, he's really tight with their family. So he was always in yeah. my ear. God, watch this kid. This kid's good. This kid's good. I'm like, all right. All right. You're just, you don't have a lights program. No. I mean, even though he was just saying, watch this kid. He's, right. the, he's the next right. thing. And um, boy, was he right. Yeah. Well, Matt, Matt Wallace. I mean, who doubts it? Right? Yeah. I don't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, Matt Wallace is a cool guy. He, uh, he helped me out a lot with, uh, he really... I think he helped me become the rider I am today just with uh, wow. oh, you know, training and everything and all the advice he's given me. He's just awesome guy. You know, Have you rode a bicycle with Matt Wallace? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's uh, damn near killed me a few times. <laughs> he, he always says, you, you want to go on a bike ride with me? I'll let, I'll let you talk to God. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, what, you know what Matt Wallace has in common with myself and, and Kenny Watson here, Jesse? Do you have any idea? Probably not. Um, not sure. All three of us worked for the mighty Ty Birdwell as mechanics. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just, I know, I know you're a big, you know, you probably know all about Birdwell. <laughs> uh, we all worked for the same rider, me, Matt, and Kenny, in successive years, right, Kenny? Yeah. You first, then Wallace, and me? Yep. Yeah. Um. Who, who'd you guys work for? Ty Birdwell, a privateer guy from Oregon. Oh, Yeah. I took him to national number 88, Jesse. I'm sure you were a big fan in 98 when you were all of 10, you know? <laughs> no, I was born in 94. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to just shoot. He my- was four. I'm going to shoot myself. That's true. Uh, <laughs> at 94, Jesus. Uh, well, hey, um, so what did you think at Hangtown? Were you overwhelmed by the moment? Where I remember you, you did pretty well. Did you Were you nervous? Were you, what were you thinking? Did you have any run-ins with some guys that you, you, know, you read, in a mag- read about in the magazines or anything? How was that first race? Uh, well, the first race, like, I, that was the, the race I had, like, the most confidence going into, even though it was my first, just because, like, I kind of grew up riding that track every mm-hmm. once in a while. I mean, yeah. I'd probably go there, like, three times a year, so I already knew the track and knew how it was. Um, the only thing that happened was I was just really nervous. Like, on the line, I was, uh, my hands were shaking, and I was just like, here goes nothing. First turn, got bumped, and ended up coming around, like, 17th or 20th. Yeah. And then uh, just, I don't know, in the back back of my head I just it just told me to sprint I don't know why just because like amateur races are five laps right and I just went into sprint mode and just started picking people off and then crashed first lap went back to like 30th or something mm-hmm. caught back up to like 15th crashed again went back to 17th caught back up to 15th crashed again went back mm-hmm. and then I crashed three times that moto ended up uh caught back up to 13th right and then second moto went down the start and then uh I used way too much energy the first moto, and I was kind of spent for the second one. Hey, did you grow up? And did you grow up riding that track finish. a lot? Let him finish. I will let him finish. I'm just asking him a question. He said he grew up riding that track. Okay, I didn't hear that part. Okay. Yeah, not like all the time. It was, it's five hours away from my house, so, I mean, I just would go up there for, like, the dog national and just uh, local races here and there. But we, we, not, I mean, it wasn't like a local practice track. We tested there at the Yamaha. Uh, I was a mechanic at Yamaha. We went there for a test, and it was nothing like a national track. It was actually a kind of a pile of crap. Like, oh, was it just on like a Thursday or something? Yeah, yeah, just a local practice day, and we're like, oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's usually pretty rough out there and mm-hmm. not too well watered. But I mean, on a race day, that track's awesome. I heard from a top—I uh, don't know about a top—but I heard from an industry guy after Hangtown. They're like, 
that's the best he's going to do all year because this is his home track. That's the best he's going to do. And uh, No, I knew it wasn't. If I would have got a good start and actually rode smart, I think I would have. Yeah, like Texas the next week you led. <laughs> you led Texas, didn't you, or was it the next week? After yeah, right. yeah, Texas I whole-shotted both motos, and that was uh, one of my best overalls, but not the best moto finish of I the year. I felt like going up to one of those, that industry guy, maybe kicking him in the balls and saying, oh, yeah, you're right, he's terrible. Why don't you just call him out? Why don't you just call him out right now, whoever it is? I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm calling bullshit then. You sure about that? No, I, I really can't. I, I Maybe it was a media guy. Maybe, you know, maybe that's how these media guys work. They just have each other's back. They could talk shit on everybody oh, all they here want. We, here we but go. when it's time to call them out, they don't call anybody out. You're lucky I didn't tell Little D well, about you switching exhaust manufacturers next year and get you all pissed about that. So Little D? Yeah, we just had him on, and you know Kenny's team may be switching exhaust so next year. It, so. Well, why would he give a shit? Because I'm not with him anyway. Maybe, maybe you can put a bid in, though, for your services. Dude, you're speculating again. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, no, hey, uh, no, I think you're doing good. And also, too, Travis Baker, a guy that I've written about here and there as, as struggling uh, on the team last year. I think Travis is having a, a fantastic year. You guys seem to be finding each other, too, a lot of the races. He's, uh, he's 10 I know. points. Somehow, yeah. somehow we always find each other when it's practice or qualifying times or uh, the motos. He's always creeping up behind me or I'm creeping up on him. I don't know why. We just I think it's yeah. just that competitive thing with your teammate or something, but uh, he's doing really well and uh, good for him. Uh, Wait, Travis uh, is in 10th? Yeah, in the points. Yeah, I'm in 9th. All right, hold on. Hold on, Kenny. I guess Dude, Honda's killing it, huh? Uh, there's the... Would, you want the lights points? Yeah, how many how many Hondas are in the top 10? I don't know. A ton. Um, hey, what about Tyler Keefe? Talk about, talk about him. Um, uh, he's a good guy. Um, and he's a younger guy, and he got thrown into the manager uh, thing kind of quickly, but I think he's doing a good job. Yeah, Tyler, he's uh, one of the younger team managers. Uh, I think he's awesome. He's a super cool guy, and uh, he's, uh, he's a great team manager. He really he, he watches everything, and he uh, always has something good to tell you. And mm -hmm. uh, Even when you're having a bad day, he'll, he'll tell you straight up what's going on and uh, just uh, can really turn it around and uh, just... just I'm glad to have him on there. Don't ask about Colton Fasciati with him because, you know, it didn't go well last year. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a long story. Um, oh. Hey, um, anyways, uh, also, too, by the way, welcome to the 805 area code. I also have one. You have one. Cole oh, Seeley yeah. has one. We are 805. <laughs> Your truck driver has one. Again. Yeah, Corey's got it. He's all about the 805. Johnny O'Mara's got it still. So, I mean, again, there's an elite group of athletes that have 805 numbers, and I'm in there. <laughs> You're putting yourself yep. in that category as an athlete? Yeah, I just did. Wow. Oh, Jake Zemke, too. <laughs> yeah, don't forget Jake. The road race guy. Yeah, the road yeah. race guy. Right? The road race guy. Um, hey, and um, as good as manager as Keith is, remember, this man here next to me, Kenny Watson, was nominated for manager of the year at Supercross Banquet and took home an innovation award, so... Tyler can suck on that. So, <laughs> well, I think he's gonna try and come for you, Kenny. Bring it. He he he's doing an awesome job. Uh, he should win it. He should win something. <laughs> something. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, uh, we got to talk about your thumb. We have to. All right. I didn't know how to bring this well, up. You know, it's, it's kind of yeah. Uh, no, no easy way to bring this up, <laughs> Jesse. But uh, so you got no, no right thumb, no left thumb. No left thumb, yeah. How'd you lose it? Uh, chainsaw accident. I was cutting some firewood. No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just, uh, I had a 
I had a practice get off. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was just getting rolling into 2007, or like the end of 2006, and uh, mm-hmm. Wallace was building my, my Suzuki's and stuff and oh, helping me out. Yeah, and then we uh, we switched over to Honda, and I just signed with them, and I just got on the 150, and just was coming around a corner and uh, high-sided somehow and like kind of rolled a few times. And when I landed, I was like landed on my back, and my bike like, was flipping and it went and hit me in the face and I put my hands up like automatic reaction and my sprocket was just right there and just hooked hand right into it. Oh, oh wow. man. And and it was still spinning pretty good and just I don't know. It was just beyond mangled. Like my pretty much my whole like right side of my left hand was just uh, I don't know. Did they <laughs> cut up meat. And no chance of reattaching it or nothing. Like Uh well I spent I spent two weeks in the hospital, a week in the ICU uh, I had a blood transfusion and three different surgeries to try to reattach it, and um, it just wouldn't take. There was really like nothing left of it, and uh, right. like they, the best they could like rebuild it and everything. I guess it just it wouldn't take, and it was too much. So but, when, when they, that, they took it off, and then whatever you got to adapt to it. So when when that happened, when they told you that you were gonna have to lose your thumb, did it ever cross <laughs> your mind? Um, it's done. It's over. Uh, that was. That was my thought on the way to the hospital. Like once, like I don't know. Like after I got out of the hospital, I was like, whatever. Right. <laughs> I was like, I was like, in the meantime, I'll find something else to do. So I just kind of started messing around with things and you know fishing on my in my free time and and then I was like, this sucks. This is boring. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. need to start riding again. Right. So I uh, started riding my one ten around. I still had staples and stitches in my hand, and I was pretty much just kind of riding around like barely one handed and. And Wallace would come over, and uh, I'd go hang out with him, and we'd watch uh, Tour de France videos and stuff like that. And I was probably 13 at the time, and uh-huh. he's like, get on your road. So I just kept spinning on my road bike in my garage, and I did that probably for, I don't know, three months straight, every day. Got back on a bike, and I was just, I felt so good, and I was ripping. And then uh went to... I rode for like a month, and somebody was like, uh, "You should get a prosthetic thumb." And I was like, "Ah, that's whatever. I don't need that. That's right. stupid." <laughs> and then uh, I started. Yeah, I was riding a jacket, and uh, started hitting some bumps going down those hills, and my hand would slip off sometimes, like catch me off guard. And I was yeah. like, "Ooh!" So I went and got one made. Uh, it worked great. Just a guy locally in our town, and then uh-huh. went to uh, went to a race, won every single moto, and then last moto of the day, a uh, pipe broke on the lip of this jump, uh-huh. and like. I was hitting this step up like every lap, and then towards the end of the moto, a bunch of water got drug up the face, and then I wheelied over the water, and then as I was going up the face, my rear tire just kicked out completely, and I just 360'd off the lip, and when I landed, my swing arm went straight to my femur, broke my femur, and I was out for another four months. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) there's a bunch of stuff that went on. Man, this, this guy's had some adversity, Watson. He's uh, overcoming. Can we That's blame? Awesome. Can we blame Wallace at all? No. I mean, can we? No. <laughs> you're talking no, about the biggest. Su- you're talking about the one of the biggest supporters that this kid has. Folks, send your stuff to independent suspension. Lose a thumb, break a femur. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Matt's gonna call in probably right away. Um, no. I don't think so. I don't think he has cell phone I hope he service. Does. <laughs> I think I don't think he has cell phone service where he's at on some donkey in the middle of the Sierras. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's uh, up on a mule right now somewhere up in the Sierras. And so, I would say more than likely he has his camera in his hand because that's his new thing. Right, camera. Yeah, he's Mister Photographer. Yeah. Um, so, what are your disadvantages now at this point? You slide on a prosthetic. Uh, you go out race. Do you feel? 
Do you ever have any sketchy moments, or is this is it as good as as having a thumb? Uh, it's really it's kind of changed my riding style, especially like the um. Uh, well, it's been broke. My prosthetic's been broken for the last uh, I don't know six rounds. It's oh, been really? broken, so it's been taped. So it's kind of like not really working as well as it should. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know my style. Like the way I fixed it, I just glued it and taped it up, and uh, it's just kind of like messing with me. And then like on the the races where it's more humid, it gets really uh, sweaty. Like, my hand gets sweaty. Right. And like, I'll, off, like, towards the end of the moto, when it's getting really rough, I'll, like, hit a big bump, and it'll slip off and, like, go up my wrist. Because it's just like a, it's a mold of, your hand, of my hand. Right. So once it gets all sweaty, it gets all slick and, like, slides off. I have to, like, slow down and, like, slip it back on. And, I don't know, stuff like that. I just need to get a new one. Uh, it's a little tighter, and that will be good. Hey, does anybody in your team ever jacks around with you and hides it from you and watch you panic? <laughs> no, there's always there's always this joke that goes around. That's not really a joke, I guess. But but every time we're getting ready for a moto, like because one time, this one time, I forgot, I didn't know where my prosthetic was. So everybody's on the radio is freaking out. Where's Jesse's thumb at? Where's your thumb at? Like all this stuff, and like it was on it was on the rhino, and then uh, we found it. And now every single time before I'm getting ready. For a moto, they're like, "Hey, yeah. do you have your thumb?" And they always hide it around. And oh, here it is. Here's your thumb. Um, Stuff like that. Someone should make you a cool T-shirt, like a Jesse Nelson T-shirt, like with the old thumbs up. Oh, uh, I think the t- yeah, wasn't <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. I think he's probably heard every joke at this point, huh, Jesse? Um, uh, I've heard a few, but it doesn't bother me. Playing playing PS3, not good with no thumb. Oh no, I'm, I like the. I'm more like an MX ATV guy, like PlayStation 2. Like, with all the different controls on the new one, it's too hard. So yeah, I, just, yeah. I just play the old one yeah. if I do. I'm just saying. That's something that I think about. Um, hey, you're going to be nas- somewhere national around 30. National number 30. I was looking today at the points. Um, oh, wow. 35-ish, somewhere around there. If, if you have Oh, a good, that'd be cool. Yeah, if you have a good weekend in Elsinore, which I'm sure you will. Um, and dude, Hopefully I do. Hey, have you always been a good starter? Uh, or do you find that your starts are better than ever? Because, man, you, you, yeah, you've been pulling some good ones this year. I know. My, my starts have actually gotten really good. Um, for a while, like, toward, like as I was an amateur, uh, probably from, like, 60s up to 80s, I was a great starter. Mm-hmm. And then once, like, slowly getting on big bikes, my starts just got horrible. I don't know what. Like, that's that's what really hurt me in, like, the B class and the A class. And, mm-hmm. like, those guys, are they're fast. And it's like a five, six-lap sprint. And right. when you're in the back, you're they're pretty much screwed. So, um, and then like, uh, what was it? At the end of 2011, uh, Tyler and Jeremy Malott from Red Bull and Colleen Millsaps came up with an idea about me going to MTF, uh, to train and they practice starts a lot. And when I first got there, I couldn't pull shot a super mini rider. And, uh, they really just, they helped me out so much with starts and that I, now my starts have improved so much and, everything yeah. with uh training and all of that technique and they've just they helped me out a lot yeah well that's cool yeah you can see that uh that's that's, that's such a big deal in that 250 class because it's so insane that uh you know uh starts help you everything have you had any run-ins with any guys or like as a rookie like has anybody given you uh you know been pissed at you or anything like that out there uh this year um not that I know of. Hopefully no. not. I mean, okay. I had a little run-in with Jason Anderson this last weekend, but other than that... Um, yeah, he's almost a rookie no, anyway. So. Everything's been good. Just right. just a little break-checking game here and there, but it was all good. Right. And, um, um, uh, yeah, as far as that, nothing really. Right. Um, everybody's been pretty cool. Cool. Well, hey, man, thanks uh, Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Um, cool. 
even though you didn't get back to me last week, I still we still had you on this week. So you know. Uh, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I, Thanks I, I, for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. And like I said, there may not be an MX Sports Outdoor National Award, but you have the Pulp MX Rookie of the Year Award locked, unless you know somebody comes out of the blue. Consider locked. yourself yeah. honored. Yeah, consider yourself honored. Uh, Jesse Nelson of the Troy <laughs> Designs, thank you for coming on the show, Matt. And again, great season. Congrats on everything. All right, thank you very much. All right, thanks. All right, all right, bye. Yeah. Uh, no calls for Jesse. No calls. Good for, guy. Good guy. No calls for Les <laughs> Smith. Good yeah. guys. Good guys too. I don't but get it. Lots of calls when we we're trying to give shit right away. Yeah, it's our fans, it's our listeners. Bunch of mooches. Can't keep the lines from lighting up when we're giving shit away. Oh yeah, blowing up. You know what we should do? We should just end the show right now and just boycott them. <laughs> Boycott our fans. Maybe we should never take another call tonight. Yeah, that's fine with me. Let's get JT on the line and wrap this thing up. Tweet a tip segment, X Brown Goggle Tear Off segment, emails, voicemails. Kenny, let's uh Let's see what they gotta say about me this week. No, this one you might get a little mad at, but it's not about you. Uh Bacardi already sent this in. Okay. I'm already <laughs> pissed. <laughs> I used to like Jimmy Button. Maybe I still do, but definitely don't want to hear him talk. He is, of course, biased because he has his personal interests, but just stop it. He was implying that the lights guys should be paid what the 450 guys are. There is a reason they don't. They are not as good. Yes, they are not as good. I don't even know where to start with those comments. Oftentimes, the lights champion never win one Supercross main event. I think that sums it up, but I could put many examples in here. I I mean, I don't know if I totally agree they're not any good because those guys haul ass, but they should not be paid the same as 450 guys. They don't race the whole year, bottom line. Okay. So you're okay with that? Yep. Um, JT. Yo. Travis sent in an email. Uh, my name is Travis Stitcher. I was listening to the podcast from Unadilla with JT and Weege when you guys came across talking about Ignacio Pazos. He is a great friend of mine that has done some nationals this year in the 250 class, coming up from Costa Rica and doing the whole privateer deal. He's a mechanic. His mechanic and himself stayed at my house for a week before Lakewood. He's one of the top riders down in Costa Rica. He and his mechanic, Hugo, are very involved in the racing. Ignacio's brother, Felipe, also came and stayed with us as well. Felipe manages a moto-related type of store in Costa Rica. I thought I would chime in and let you guys know. They are some of the nicest people I have ever met. Keep up the great show, Travis. JT, um, uh, Ignacio came and found Wygant at Steel City and said that all your facts were wrong. About do you remember you said he likes you, you you made up some joke about him on our podcast about liking all this stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. I actually met him. I met him um right after Riders meeting on Saturday. He came up to you? Um uh, yeah, yeah, super nice kid. But he's um, just come up to everybody. I guess he must have heard the podcast. Yeah, obviously. So he uh, should be pumped that people yeah, are even talking to him. I want to try to go down there and, and race a little bit. So we're, oh. I'm gonna. I need to actually email him. But, uh, we talked for a little bit. Super nice guy. JT angling for start money. Hey Ignacio. Hey. Nah, it's not really so much that. I just want to go check it out. Um. Hey, buddy. Hey, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's give away some free gun underwear. Two pairs of kids' underwear. So you got to have a kid or have some sort of fetish. For putting on kids' underwear. Oh, dear. Uh, either one. Uh, free gun underwear, free gun USA. Uh, first caller hits, gets the underwear right now. Okay. First caller. Do it. How do does it. that work? Do you have them here? No, free gun ships them. Nice. I, do not, I do not have them here. Where do they ship them from? From Las Vegas. 
Is that they have a warehouse here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Le Big is going to come on the show. I didn't even know they had a warehouse here. JT's on the show next week, right, JT? I'm there. That's going to be sweet. I In can't studio. wait. Do you know if you listen to the show, you can save money at BTO using the, the code Steve? Do you know you can get 40% off X-Brand goggles typing in look on more? Do you know you can save 20% at Race Tech if you type in Pulp, MX, Pulp Show 2012? Do you know you can save 20% on Works Connection typing in Pulp MX Show? You save 15% on Tech One Designs by typing in Pulp MX Show. This show saves you money. We already got our caller, by the way, for those free gun kids underwear, uh, so stop calling. That sure is funny how it lights up when we're giving something yeah, away. Yeah, and Jesse Nelson and Les Smith, dude, it's crickets. Crickets. Um, all right. Uh, email from Mark. JT, I want to get your opinion on this. Hey, Steve, I was listening to the podcast on Wednesday between Iser, Wygant, and yourself, and you're, you guys were wondering what changes could be made to make Supercross better. What if the heat races, instead of the guys just riding around in seventh because they know they're in, don't tell them what places secure the main event till after the race. <laughs> First heat, one to six. Second heat, one to eleven. LCQ one to three. Everyone fights to the end. Just my two cents. What do you think, JT? So you don't know going into the race what you need to get into the main event. What do you think? Oh man, I think it would be sheer chaos. Uh, man, that's never gonna work. <laughs> hey guys, it'd be cool. That's like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome type stuff, but yeah. What Not if, practical. What if they chopped the head off the first guy that didn't make it? <laughs> I would be, oh, man, I would have been dead a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, good point, huh? Um, tits, why are you sending me emails to my phone? I'm doing a show. Stop sending me emails. Seriously? What? You, you don't want me to send you the winners? Yeah, after the show, when the time is right. He invite you to lunch with his brother? Yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> hey, someone asked me this week about you, uh, what the story was with you and what your deal was. Do they not listen to the... I guess not. They, they... Was it Ryan Dungey? No, they listened to his round table, and they were wondering. It wasn't Ryan Dungey. It wasn't Ryan Dungey. I did try to get Les, I, I did try to get Les Smith to put in a good word for me uh, with Dungey, not so much with Ricky. I could care less about that, but with the Dunge. And uh, Kenny pretty much scared Les of ever talking Let about Let me tell it. you something. Dungey feels the same way RC does. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, I know, and it's stupid. He only and feels that way because RC feels that way. That's all. He's a robot. He doesn't think and for himself. And you wonder why he, he will. He doesn't you, think for himself. You wonder Sheesh. why he won't do an interview because comments like that. Yeah. I think that bridge has long been washed. Hey. Then why'd you ask? The, then the why'd you ask? Been why'd you ask Les to put the good word in for you then? The bridge has been washed. Okay, Kent. Okay. <laughs> it's a who said, means. she said thing. <laughs> then why'd you ask Les to put the good word in for you if, if it was over with? Well, you made it clear that it was over with. Oh, dude, you're an idiot. You're uh, stupid. Hey, I love this guy right here. JT, did you see some people with JT shirts this weekend? JT money shirts? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I, either did I. I guess they were there. Oh, actually, I did see one. I did see one. I lied. Oh. I saw one. Shout out to Benny for hooking those people up with your shirts. That's right. He Can't. sent me some, too. I got them uh, in the mail last week. Can't um. I didn't see any. <laughs> really? Watson? I didn't from, see any From either. the couch? <laughs> you didn't see any? I was looking for them. At Red Rock? Was there any in the pool? <laughs> oh, no. All right. Hey, let's do a uh, Tweet Tits segment, btosports.com. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. I, uh, I really got to take, go to take a pee, and I'm scared that no, nobody will say anything when I leave. 
I can ask JT a couple questions. So sh- yeah, sure. Go ahead. Let me let me pee first. This is great, mother. All right, these are actual questions from actual listeners. Um, BTOSports.com tweeted tit segment. Tits gets uh, thousands of questions every each and every Monday. It's really hard to go through all of them. He picks the find, worst ones. Yeah. Picks the worst ones to answer. I eventually just give up and just take whatever <laughs> whatever just, comes to me. Yeah. All right. What do go you got? There. All right. Um, Joey Nicosia wants to know how Tickle's Pro Circuit 450 compares to the Cowie, the factory ones, and would he be doing better if he was on the actual factory 450? JT? Uh, I would assume that there's, you know, they're not probably a ton different. It's just uh, Cali probably has some access to things that um, Tickle doesn't, like electronics and some things, I'm sure. Um, and I don't know if Tickle, I think Tickle runs the SF, SFF uh, fork, and I don't think that the factory guys run that. So uh, it's, yeah. it's just little differences here and there. The PC bike, I believe, is lighter than mm-hmm. Jake Weimer's bike. Um, would he be doing better if he was on the factory one? or I don't think so, JT. N- not a big enough difference? No, those guys, I mean, it's not like it's a huge step down. I, I, I do know um, there was a certain Honda rider that had a really good pro circuit bike, and then he got on a factory bike, and it was quite a bit better. So, uh, yeah, I think Tickle's bike's probably better. They have more, more R&D into Tickle's bike than that bike has. What, is, but. what does Kenny think? Tickle would do better on a factory Cowie, or is this as good as he's going to do you think, in your opinion? Just uh, speculating, of course. I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> just read in the chat room. We knew that already. I, I know. Oh, somebody in the chat room says you don't know anything? Kenny thinks he knows everything mm. but knows nothing about nothing. But that's all good. <laughs> I don't know shit. But what what I do know is you look at Tyla, um, looks like he um, he's made some statements that, you know, it's not where he wants it to be. Um, I just think that the, the – First of all, they have a total different suspension setup on those PC bikes and the factory Cowie bikes. One Choa's, one's Kiaba. Um, I think Brock is super, super comfortable on his bike um, with what they have going on over there. And I personally do not think that he would be doing as good because I think if he had the preparation at the beginning of the season to test and get dialed in, but him just jumping on the bike, just like anybody, I don't think – I think it's going to be a little difficult. Um, I think Tyler had – didn't really have enough time to adapt to the bike um, for test-wise. He got hurt, and then he came back. Um, and I think the bike is a little bit better now. But uh, my opinion is, no, he wouldn't do better. All right. Uh, Scott McElroy has a question for you, Jason. He wants to know if uh, you ever, or specifically this weekend, choose yourself for Fantasy Motocross. I did. Um, I'm in two different leagues, and I picked myself in both of them. So. Score a bunch of points. There you go. Yep. Denny Stevenson always tells me that I jinx myself, and he can suck it. <laughs> what? Uh, what were you? What were you? Red? What? What did you have to do? Uh, red fifteen and red sixteen. I think. Did you get thirty fifth so or better? No. Um, to get double points, I need to get twenty fifth and twenty sixth, respectively, or better. Somebody tweeted uh, they want a free pipe from the Pulpa Mech show, and even though Vegas K-Dub thinks I'm an undeserving goober, that's not an accurate statement. I never said that. I said congratulations to everyone. I think everyone was, was I think, deserved uh, it. I think that Kevin guy was a little... It's pissed. all right. Sorry, Kevin. I, I didn't. I didn't don't, don't, don't be bummed. I was just saying that the, I think the, uh, the other guy... Um, but you all got him, so what are you, what are you bitching about? <laughs> 
<laughs> with right. Papa Mech Show, where the hosts just <laughs> just get mad at you, insult people. <laughs> I, I didn't insult him. All right, uh, Samuel... I think you called him a goober. No, I didn't. <laughs> Did I say he was a goober? Someone no. in the chat room wants to know no, if, if RC is helping H and H. Do they not listen to the show ever? Uh, you wonder. You really wonder. I, I you know what? It was. It's really interesting because you called me out on some spell check. And I said, you should, uh, someone asked, what am I going to do now since RC is, is going to be the team manager? Right. And I said, I deleted a- that tweet. <laughs> Why? I deleted it. Why? I felt mean for picking on you for your spelling. Uh, that's all right. I was like, I, I, I'm I don't not the best. fucking get it, Kenny, but it, it's does. It's D-O-E-S. I know. Okay. You I, don't, <laughs> you, that's so easy. But you know what? When you're driving down the road, I, you know, I have oh, a, I have a hard time. while you're driving. Yeah. That, well, I have wasn't a hard he time. just stopping Jeez. to try to do that? I, I, that's what I'm trying to stop. That's why I'm trying to stop because I make myself look stupid. You consistently can't spell does. It's, I, I, I. Okay. Then, then, then and, and you know Kenny's what? Defense. Then I'm going to make you a deal. Okay. I will delete you from my Twitter, and you can delete me from your Twitter, no. and then you never have to worry about it again. Oh. How about that? Is that oh, is that man. a good deal? No, no, I don't like that deal. Then deal with it. I don't like that. Deal. Then deal with it. I deleted that tweet though. Can you? Your, should de- your tweets are gold, man. They're what was the one at seven o'clock in the morning though? There was a weird one at seven a.m. in the morning. I was like, what is this guy doing up? <laughs> it was. Uh, what are you what about? was like, it? Get up and go to work. What was it? I'll, I'll find it. It Hold was on. so bizarre. It was a link to a. Thing about gun, a oh, gun store. Yeah, that's right. He had the a poster picture. of a gun store. A picture of yeah, shooting guns or that's my friend. Guns. It, this is what the deal is. My friend opened up a gun store. Yeah. In Simi Valley, called the Smoking Barrel. That's it. And he asked me to retweet this thing. And the BlackBerry <laughs> works really, really slow. And I tweeted it before I went to sleep at about ten thirty, and it went, and that's when Jeez, it posted. That that in the morning. Yeah, like six thirty or seven in the morning. Hey, you know my favorite one. We should do instead of being a Stroop's tweets, it should be Kenny's tweets. That would be good because I don't tweet too often. Step Brothers is one of the funniest movies ever. Making fun of him? Yep. Yeah, right on tweet. Hey, next time you need some glasses, remember that. (laughs) Glasses or shoes or socks or what else was it, Kenny? Clothes? I mean, whatever. He's personally, he's basically Anything. used you like a JC Penny. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Kenny's like 7 uh, Eleven. He's always open uh, for tits. Oh, dear. That's great. Let's go. Okay. Samuel Wigan has a question for you, Kent. Um, he wants to know how much of Hart and Huntington's innovations are actually your ideas? Like Examples, I said. Examples Cash Cover Band, Cars in the Pit. That was his idea. The coolers were his idea. New Orleans After Party. I shouldn't oh, say after some the new I shouldn't oh, say oh, I shouldn't say they're all mine because you know I have a we have a marketing guy that works with us named Damahoney and he is a crucial part of it Carrie's a crucial part of it um, it's all three of us collectively you know talking about this stuff but you know I can't take credit for for all that all of us I'll, together I'll, I'll straight up say the man's a fucking genius coolers cashed out Coolers, cash. New Orleans after party that side, like when you went up the stairs, when you went to the left, that room was epic. Yeah, it was. That the was a good time. He didn't go in. <laughs> hey, that was, was amazing. That's why it was. And the reason why he couldn't go in, because there was a certain person that says, if that guy shows up in this room, I will leave the party. And he was a bigger name than Steve. So He's I said, happen to be on your team next year. And I said, hey, you know what? <laughs> your wish is granted. I know you're making that up. Your wish is granted, and you will not see him in here. Oh, and he said, you dear. know what? There's a lot of free food in here. Oh, dear. All right. Uh, Ken Catton wants to know, Crazy Balls Baggett or Crazy Balls Tomac, who's faster? Well, 
Shit, yeah. Uh, lately, you'd say Tomac. Um, but the beginning say, say of the year. Say beginning of the year, Tomac now. Put them together. Perfect world. I don't know. That's, that's like, I mean, how do you compare that? That's just speculation, know. and we don't speculate on this show. <laughs> we do. Um, there will be a press release. There will be a press release uh, on who's fast talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got an email from Chad. He, he says uh, him and his dad are coming down to LA for the Elsinore National. They want to do some MX sightseeing. Any tips on cool places, events, etc.? Dude, just think if you had your. This would be a perfect opportunity oh, if you had your MX Stars tours. Oh my least, god! You'd at least two tickets. Dude, just that think is. If, if you had your oh, – dude, Watson, you could have made – I know. Four. Dude, right in Elsinore, you could have, you could have picked them up oh, from man. the track and drove right through Temecula, Menifee, Canyon so Lake. stupid. And just said, Here's, right there yeah. is where McGrath used to drive his boat in little Diana Dogger and was like dreaming about being there. You could have said so Here's much – Here's where cool Brandis stuff. ran from the cops. Here's where the <laughs> people's orgies were. Uh, Railroad Here, Canyon. Dude. You could say, yeah. hey, this is where the, the – everyone guys used to rode. test. Here's Pro Circuit. Here's Troy. Yeah. It's not too late. Where should a guy go, Kenny? Troy Lee, PC, they're all right there. Go tour those places. Yeah, they have tours. Um, where else? Help me out. What else? Chaparral? If you're like a guy who has, doesn't have a, like a local good shop in town or something, or you, you don't have a big dealer in your area, I know the Canadian guys go to Chaparral and they're like blown away. You can maybe try that. Mm. Or maybe not. Or, or check it out. If you have nothing to do Friday night, Go to Grant Langston's open house at Langston Motorsports. Dungey will be there. Dude, all the KTM I'll Red Bull there. guys will be there. Everybody will be there. You should go check it out. Yeah, there you go. Good there, job, I would, Kenny. I would say if you're going to go, if you want to go sightseeing, that's going to be, probably be your best bet, the bang for your buck. And you could go do the other tours during the day and go see Pro Circuit. And go, I mean, going to Pro Circuit is pretty amazing because they have all yeah. their championship bikes in the showroom. So you could go there and see where it's done. And you can look at those bikes and go, good God, look at those, look at these things. Yeah, you look at the forks, they're like toothpicks. You're I like, know. how do they ride those things so fast? Um, yeah, so that's all good stuff. I would say even if you're down there during the week, maybe go to, to like a local track like Paula's on Wednesday or uh, Glen Helen on Thursday or, you know. Give them JT's number. Email him JT's number. <laughs> okay. He'll take them on a tour. Okay. When do you get out here, JT? Um, I can't release that info now. But, but better yet, better yet, if you're down in Southern California and you're in the San Diego area and you want to go to an awesome casino, go to the Saquon Casino in El Cajon. That's the place. If you want to go play golf, they have an awesome golf course. They have a super good buffet, Steve, that I think you'd really enjoy. Not they anymore. Have, they <laughs> not, have, not they anymore. have turkey wraps. Oh, I'll be there. I'll they have turkey there. wraps. And all together, it's just a, in their sports bar, they have a memorabilia thing. They got Hart's backflip bike. They no, Jordan all... told me it's not it. Jordan Burns. Jordan knows. Jordan tur- Burns told me that's not the bike. Well, so. just because he switched the graphics off it because Moto Triple X burned him and didn't do what they were going to do. So Hart pulled the graphics off. Well, so just Jordan, because the Jordan graphics Burns aren't said, the same. If you're in, you want to drive to Vegas, check out the Lions Den. The yeah. show is not far from there. Mm-mm. Yeah, or you can go to Pass It Downs, though. Or go to Indian Gold. Indian Gold. Shut up, dude. The address is 3526, and come by and check You're out the Pulp dick. MX Studio. <laughs> You're such a dick. Hey, buddy. All right. Uh, Brian wants to know, what's more surprising to you? That you Dun- working here still? No, yes. No. That Dungey has as many hole shots as Alessi, or that Short doesn't have any? Yeah. You know, that's a good question, because Short on the factory Honda, which he's on now in 2010. He killed it. 
was pulling ridiculous whole shots. I think everyone just caught up with their technology. That's all. Maybe. I, maybe. I know for a fact. I know everything. Uh, yeah, because Shorty had <laughs> like, a, 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 a hydraulic clutch plus an ignition yep. feel that would, would retard the bike yep. when the yep. wheels spin, yep. spun and all that. Uh, maybe. The only um, good is your secrets. Yeah, maybe. Any thoughts on that, JT? Um, man. Yeah, I don't want to really get into it, though. I can't really talk about it. <laughs> JT starts for better. What are you attention. talking about? Are you being serious? Yeah, I know too much. I got sad of it. Yeah, I understand. Your wow. career's on the line. <laughs> I understand. you, yeah. Dude, you'll never get a ride next year. Factory oh, Honda great. will be like, forget that's it. Great. We got, on our short list, we got Barsha and Thomas. And fucking Thomas gave away our secrets on the Paul oh, show, and he's dear. out. We'll, we'll talk about this on a later date, JT. I'm, we we right. definitely will talk about this on a later date. Sheesh. All right, uh, last one. Steven Davis wants to know if uh, the people's champ, JT Money, is going to get a farewell lap this weekend. I think he's going to get one. I don't know. If I'm as tired as I was this last weekend. Probably not. Are you going to get little, uh little misty-eyed JT last national? I don't think so. I'm not a big fan of the concrete California Lake Elsinore that we're probably going to have. So Speaking of that, probably, speaking yeah. of that, JT, how fired up are you going to be if the 6-6 isn't on the line for the 40-man gate? Uh, probably won't be real pumped. <laughs> will you stay and watch the races, or will you just grab your gear bag and just wheel out like I've seen happen in the past? <laughs> well, I don't really have anywhere to go, so. He's coming with me. Oh. Well, maybe so, you yeah. can just sit in the car and just fucking just be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> just... I'll walk over to Langston Motorsports. Yeah, there you go. You're just going to keep texting Steve. Are you ready yet? Let's go. Let's go I'll to Vegas. I'll walk over to Langston Motorsports and just get hammered with GL. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who won the free gun kids underwear? Do we, can we give the name out? Uh, yeah. Is it possible? Yeah, we Thanks can. Thanks to Free Gun USA for doing it. Uh, David Patterson. Good job, David. Congratulations. Hopefully you have children. If not, it's fucking <laughs> creepy. Um, what else, Tits? That's old news, right? All right. That's the uh, BTOsports.com Tweet It Tits segment. Uh, good questions this week. I feel like this was a strong week from you. Yeah. And there was no Corey I, I, Moser. I put in the work, yeah. Hey, JT, real quick. Are you bringing a shitload of jerseys to give away or what? I don't know about it. I don't know about a lot, but I'm gonna try to bring some. Anyway. Empty, empty out that gear back in the garage, bro. <laughs> hey, did you guys? Uh, did you guys talk about the Jeff Alessi comeback? No, we did not. No. Um, he's is it a German race? German ride? I don't know. I just saw his deal on Vital. Yeah, I saw his post too, and I, I was just, I felt like those were one of the times that maybe he shouldn't have hit submit. <laughs> 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 like, right? Am I right or no? It was, in, it was inter- I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah. I, mean, I, I hope the best for him. He's he's always been really cool to me. So it's what's like, his deal? He it was he, like an it was like an overshare. Is it like is he on a full factory bike? No, that team is not a factory team. That's the team that Hanny rode for at Zordacross. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Josh told me that his his muffler fell off the first practice. He just had a lot of problems. His clothes fell off one practice too. He said his front wheel almost fell off. He said he said his axle backed out. His clothes fell off, Kenny. Did you get it? I got it, but I ain't gonna go there. Someone in the chat room. Someone in the He's chat. to comment. Someone in the chat room wants to know if Hanny's forced for Mason Ace. Is he what? Forced. What's that mean? I don't know. You tell me, Watson. Forced. Um, forced. He's forced. 
Um, JT, so no yeah, Montreal Supercross, no Montreal Supercross for you, but you have lined up a race through Allen Brown to go to uh, Tahiti. Saved us five hundred. Tahiti saved us a five hundred each. He did. I know. Thanks. Woo. Little D was in on that too. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. We were all in on it together. Uh, yeah, I haven't uh, received like my plane tickets or anything, but supposedly, supposedly done deal. We'll see. Are you upset about Montreal though? Because you know you have done pretty good. Um, honestly, like, I was trying to make it work, but man, if they don't want me there, you know, like if they're not going to make any effort to get me there, then whatever. That race you know? sucks, dude. I, I hate to tell. I mean, it's it is so lame now. It was so good, and it's just lame. steadily going downhill. I know. No, yeah, it's nothing to do with you yeah, know. It's Jan, you there? Yeah, it's Jan. What's up, man? Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening to the show. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Uh, I had a question for JT. I was, the, uh, I was the guy in the JT shirt this weekend. Oh, yeah, okay. Right after second moto, right you were pretty tired, and I looked like I was bothering you a little bit. You kind of had the... Oh, you're JT the guy. You're, you're the dude JT told me about. Dude. <laughs> yeah, he kind of no. had the... I'm over it. Look, you know, after the second moto, that's a hint to go away, right there. He's very emotional at the races. He's got his race face on. I mean, Chad has made Timmy. They've made a lot of fun of it over the years. JT is very serious at the races, yeah, and it's not his well, fault. It's just the way he is. I'm kind of disappointed because he. I mean, I know it's hard for him to remember me, but I was the guy with the last name Slutes that everyone was calling Sluts on the show before. You guys remember? Uh, yep. Yeah, I remember. I got you. You All right, Steve? I was hounding JT yeah. for a jersey. Yep, I, I remember. So distraught whenever he didn't even remember me. I remember, man. But honestly, like, it's all about timing. Like timing. Like, like I was pissed. I just crashed. I had a bad moto. Like it rained on us. It just it's like I don't know if you can you can ask anybody at the races. Like it has to be about timing. Like if you catch Ryan Dungey right after he lost the moto to Wesley, like he's not going to want to talk to anyone right then. You know what I mean? It's just. Uh, I understand. You just kind of have to pick your spot. I mean, it wasn't, it was, honestly, you know, I didn't, it wasn't anything personal. Like, it was just kind of like, yeah, I, I needed a minute. I, I'm just you know? busting your balls, man. Hey, JT, why don't you make up with this guy and send him a jersey? <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do what I can. I mean, I honestly, I didn't have any jerseys there because we're still, we're wearing 13 stuff. And I didn't bring any old stuff there. So I didn't really have anything to give anyway. But I got you. Um, I got you. Sorry, something. Well, make up. This is your fan, dude. The guy wore a T-shirt to the race. You could send no, him a sure. jersey. I, I apologize for sure. I, I totally remember what you're talking about, and I definitely wasn't real excited because I was send him, I send him your underwear or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I, I might be a little good on that. That's, that's a little much. Well, okay. Jan, but yeah. It's, but it's cool. It's cool. Like, uh, like you said, uh, he's been pissed off at me before, and we're, we're buddies, and I've walked up, and he's been – like all pissed and didn't say nothing and just walked away. It stormed away. So he's the, he's just that way at the race, yeah. you know. Dude, I'll tell you a JT story that is like one of my most livid memories of JT. And like he's livid? always livid memories. Vivid. <laughs> I think you said livid. So were you angry with him or no? No, it was crazy. I <laughs> okay. I can't remember if it was San Diego. He did say, he did say livid, right, Tits? Okay, I said it. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just checking with Tits. I'm just All right, dude. I'm just checking with Tits. And JT, you tell me what race this was. It was either one of the Anaheims or San Diego, probably three, two or three years ago, four years ago maybe. And it was after the race. And, like, I know when JT's pissed off or has a bad race. And I seen, seen him before the race. He was cool. 
And then after the race, we're, like the races are over, and I'm under my tent, and I look out of the, of the truck, and I see JT sprinting by the front of the truck, and then I see Truman behind him running, and I'm like, oh, shit, he's getting into something. And I look, and they, they're running down the tunnel, like turning right to the tunnel, and I'm like, dude, what's going on? And I walk over to, the, to, the, to their team, and I ask Forrest, I'm all, hey, what's up with JT? Is he all right? What's going on? And there, did you something happen to your hand or something? Did you get cut or uh, San Diego? Yeah, was it San Diego? Yeah, my arm. Dude, I thought for sure. Like I, I seen panic in your eyes, and and Truman, you guys were running, and I was like, dude, for sure, I thought it was on, but I didn't know. What, I never even asked you about that. No, I Great put a, uh, I, I put my clutch lever through my arm. Like it was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, that didn't feel good. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked like a yeah. shark got you. Yeah. Uh, hey, Jan. Yeah, like, thank- I had a like six inch like in my arm pretty much. Jan, no thanks for calling. No wonder you're panicking. No problem. Thanks for running the running the shirt too. That's awesome. All right, no problem. Right, yeah, so man, thanks. I appreciate it. Sorry about that. Definitely wasn't anything personal. No yeah, problem. Yeah, man. sure, sure. All right. See you, see you, Jan. Uh, hey, Tits works the Pulp Mech show Twitter account. He does? Yeah, he does. During uh-huh. the show and during the week and everything. Uh-huh. You, like, you like my tweet? He just tweeted outstanding tweets at Tits legendary segment this week. Yep. Good times. Yep. Just basically Patting himself yeah, on the back. Patting on the back, himself yeah. on the back, yeah, for good tweets. But he won't come in after no the donations doubt. on a Tuesday because he's yeah, busy. Yeah, won't come in to Dude, do I shows. Got school and work, come on. Bro, what's more important? I say, you know what? Instead <laughs> of paying JT that money that we're going to send him to Europe with, or to, 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 why don't we just buy him a plane ticket and have him come and do Tits' job, and we'll pay him. <laughs> we'll give him 1000 bucks and a plane ticket. JT worked the phones. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I don't have it. Tits is, uh, tits is a, a good. Thirty percent of the show. Ooh. Yeah, well, he's so good, he can't come in. We want to do a. Sh- we want to take after Elsinore, we're taking a week off, and then we want to do a motocross the nation show, and uh, and it's got to be a Tuesday because I fly Dang. back Monday, and Tits can't make it. Can't do it. He said, "No way, not possible." Any Monday night, on a Tuesday, I will be here. Yeah, on a Tuesday. I say you fly out, JT, like on a Saturday, and you just come stay at the house with me, and uh, we'll do it, and then we just come do the show on on a Tuesday. I say that would be a way better time. Wait, he's going to be in Tahiti. That's the destinations. Yeah, that's, uh, oh. that weekend is Tahiti. But I think I'll be back Monday. Hey, Tahiti or Vegas? Come on, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, think I, fly back. I think I fly back to LAX on Monday, though. Oh, possible. Well. well, we'll talk about it. All right. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. I got three questions, two for Kenny, one for JT. All right, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs, the goggle of choice. Is one uh, about a cell phone? What is the most durable cell phone that can get thrown across the restaurant and still work? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, I told Watson that story. He was a little let down. JT. I liked it. I liked story. He was a little story. let down. He thought it would be bigger and grander. Um, it was pretty grand if you were there. It was pretty grand. Um, he, he asked me if I was surprised, and I was like, no, not at all. Um <laughs> Hey, you want 40% off a pair of X-Brand goggles? Type in look on more, Kenny's Match.com uh, catchphrase on uh, X-Brand.com. Um, X-Brand goggles, choice of Zach Osborne, Puerto Rico's own Zach Osborne, Kyle Chisholm, Gannon Audette, Sean Hackley, Josh Strang, Kevin Stribos, The M- River. Who? Mark The River. The River? Yeah. Sweet. Um, glad to see. Glad to see that uh, a lot of uh, Americans are wearing them. All right, next brand goggle tear. There's 40 guys on go. the gate and like three guys wear them. 
expert. No, actually, we had a one, two, three, five guys in a 450 class and two in the lights class. Oh, lights class is looking strong. Eh, you know what? We devote our money to the big class. Hey, you know what? Maybe if you guys, uh, maybe, maybe if you did a little bit better job of getting riders, you'd have more guys. And, and, you know, if you yeah. want to, well, yeah, so why don't you, you pull wanna, it together? You want to hurt my feelings? Is that what you want to no, do? No, not at all. I think you need to, to be, get more, you know, get more involved since they pay you instead of just showing up and, you know, yeah. doing, st starting rumors, go yeah. out there Speculating. and Speculating. Yeah. Go out yeah. there and support the people that are paying you. Your words hurt sometimes, Kenny. Sometimes yeah. they strike, yeah, right. they strike right in my heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. D-O-S-E, bro. What does that mean? Dues. <laughs> oh, juice. You can't spell does. It's, I don't understand, Watson. All right, let's go. Scoops is on one. So we'll do this and then take Scoops' call. Ah, clip Scoops. She didn't even get the scoop. She didn't even get the scoop. What is, what's there to talk about? She's going to come on and talk about nothing. She didn't get the scoop. But we'll give her her a chance. We'll let her defend herself. All right. You ready, JT? Because sometimes you know how that yeah. works. First question, JT, X-Brand Goggletero segment. Uh, there's six points between Andrew Short and Jake Weimer for third place in the 450 class. Who finishes third at the end of the year? Uh, Jake Weimer. 6.8 seconds. Moser is not happy right now with you. <laughs> so he makes up the six points. Wait, Weimer has the lead, right? No. Shorty has six points. Oh, damn it. You want to take, take, take Shorty. Weimer jacked me in practice. I, I take take it back, and I'm taking Shorty. <laughs> All right, Kenny. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Terra segment, second question. Does Blake Baggett win the 250 title? Yes. 2.4. There's nothing to fear from Eli Tomac. He needs to go 4-3 if Tomac goes 1-1. I like Kenny's thinking, though, about Southern California, Blake coming in, coming in strong. Just a theory. What do you think, JT? Just a theory. Just a speculation. <laughs> I think Eli's going to be really strong, but I think Blake will do what enough. Right. He he needs. He like I think I think I Eli could go everything. one one, but I think Blake will do enough. Like he's going to be better than he was right. last weekend. Tomac's on fire, dude. What does he have to go? Three, two, four, th four three. Yeah, yeah. He'll have that. He'll have that. Marvin's good now. Roxon's on it lately, dude. But that 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 whole Elsinore track, it's going to be like JT said. It's going to be shit box hard, and like I don't right. know, like. Those Euro guys, I mean, yeah, they've been in California, they've been riding, but dude, that that's he grew up on that train. Okay. Last question, expert goggle tear off segment. Kenny Watson. Ask you ask both of you guys this. Watson, you first. Who's the scariest super fan of the Pulp Mech show? Bozier. <laughs> JT, who's the scariest super fan of the Pulp Mech show? Ted. <laughs> I can assure you Tits is not a fan of the show. <laughs> I, can I can assure you that early on in 2011, Tits enjoyed this job and put a lot into it. And here we are at the end of 2012, and he is just mailing it I in. I will agree because he comes here and he, he does all his prep for the show 15 minutes before. That was and one takes week. personal calls during the show <laughs> and asks people for free shit. So... I'd have to say Scoops running a close second in my Scoops? eyes. Scoops. Uh, Scoops. Scoopsy. Scoopsy. <laughs> hey. What up, Scoops? Um, okay, first off, I am going to get the Brett Metcalf stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's going to sure. be in October. That's old news. Well, I'm just saying, he called us the day I was supposed to do the interview, 
and was basically like, oh, hey, I can't tell you everything, so let's wait until October, and then I can tell you everything. But you know what's going to happen, Scoops? It's going <laughs> to be old news, and everyone's going to know it, so then you're going to come out and report about it. You need to get an exclusive. You need to say, all right, Brett. That's- oh, so she can get exclusives, but I can't. Like, when I do it, I'm, <laughs> I'm an idiot. That's right. Because but when Scoops does it, it's cool. Because she, she is up and coming. She needs <laughs> to get those scoops. She needs, just like when you got started, you had the inside covered. You had the inside story on a lot of things, and that's what got you where you're at. Now, you know, I hope you learn from the scoops that, you know, don't report on bullshit, report on facts. Yeah. Don't, don't report on, well, I talked to this guy and he told me this or this guy. Wait until you know for sure. It's not 100% locked in, but JT may be involved in the media end of things next year. And I guarantee you he will not do that. I guarantee you, JT. Oh, I'm going to fire it. Somebody, if I just hear a whisper, I'm going to fire it off. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> a whisper like Rome. If I read it on the bathroom stall, you'll see it on Razor X. <laughs> oh, so you're going to work for Razor X. <laughs> like Rome, it's a whisper. Uh, you, got, you got any other breaking stories What's up, here, Scoops? Scoops? Well, no, I want to ask you guys. You've been talking about Jimmy Dakotas a lot, but what about, like, whoa. Who's been talking about oh, yeah, Jimmy Dakotas? Who's been Dakotas? talking about Jimmy Scoops? Scoops? Oh. oh she got some. You, first, Scoops, check her. it out. This is the first Scoops. advice I'm going to give you. And you can take this advice what you want. Get rid of the cricket service. Okay? If you're going to be there, you, you need to have a solid connection wherever you're at if you're going to be media. She does not have the Scoops on the phone. That's awesome. That's not awesome. at all. Um, JT, I like, JT, I like what uh, someone wrote in the chat room that I'm the rumor king. <laughs> so far from the rumor king. Oh, God. Are you going to do this show next year? It's a rumor. It's a rumor. We need to get JT more involved, I think, in the show. Maybe pay him some money. That's fine with me. Yeah. Take the heat off. Take Tits' money. Take the heat off. I would love to have that guy in this place. No, no, no. You're still in. No, no. You're in. I, I say, I'm say i saying that. I would I would take a piece of my pie and give it to him, no problem. I want Tits' used iPad. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Scoops. Hey. All right, we've been talking about Jimmy Dakotas a lot, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, not a lot, but you've mentioned him. Right. And what about, okay, what about, like, Nick Paluzzi and Gavin Faith? Those guys still need rides, too. Nick Paluzzi wears X-Brand goggles. I think, I'm going to yes, predict yes. this right now. I think Nick Paluzzi next year will ride for Team Gus. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So uh, you don't think that they're going to get rides, either of them? Like, like Scoops. Who was like, the what? other guy? Gavin Faye. Oh, Gavin was really good in Supercross. Um, I, yeah. But there's only not enough teams Dude. to go around for a 450 guy. I mean, it's tough. Uh, uh, Faith, to me, is a lot better than Paluzzi in 2012, so Gavin should get something. Uh, he was an X-Brand mm-hmm. Goggle athlete also until he switched to JGR, and those guys fucked me. But uh, he was X-Brand Goggles as well. Um, Faith will get something. I don't know if it'll be like a salary ride. Scoops, you're too early, like with the Dakotas talk and the faith. And we got Metcalf, we got Chiz, we got guys like that that don't have a ride. The the Gavin well, yeah. outdoors aren't even over. Yeah, Gavin Faith and Paluzzi, they're going to be December. Okay. They're going to be December. I was talking to Gavin earlier, and Gavin because he was supposed to go to Australia to do Supercross, and I was asking him how that was going, and he just said, "I don't know. It depends on what I do here." And then he hasn't texted me anything back. Well, I got news for you. It doesn't matter what he does here because the Australian Supercross Series is only four races. It starts in 
wrote the week after the Monster Cup, and it ends. It's four races back to back, so he could go there and race and still race in America. But I think the thing yeah. that hurt Gavin is that out of sight, out of mind. Um, I think he didn't race outdoors, and I think you know a lot of people are forgetting about him. To tell you the truth, yeah, uh, yeah, it definitely hurts him, no doubt. But then again, it costs him money to do it, you know. So, uh, but like, yeah, it takes money to make money. I guess is is the thing. I mean, um, you know, we were talking about talking about Ivan Tedesco this weekend with Doc G and Beaker, mm-hmm. two of Ivan Tedesco's biggest fans. I would say next to you, Kenny, you're probably his biggest. And you know, he doesn't want to ride. Doc G was saying he doesn't want to ride for no money. He just doesn't believe in that. He, I mean, he's got great credentials, cha- national champion, uh, two-time motocross nations champion, two-time supercross or one-time supercross? Two-time. Two-time supercross champion. He doesn't want to ride for free. And, I mean, I hate to say this, but, I, I mean, I, predictably, I brought up Tim Ferry. Um, sure. When Tim Ferry rode for more triple X, what was his salary, JT? Forty-five grand? Uh, Thirty. Thirty grand. His insurance was thirty grand. He bought kit forks. He went out. He reinvented himself, and he got himself a I factory. Share. I share. <laughs> and he got himself a factory ride. And unfortunately, I mean, I think Tommy Hahn, Ivan, that's maybe what they got to do. If they want to do it, they don't want to do it. But I brought up Tim Ferry. I guess that's my end of my story. That's, that's basically. <laughs> and 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 Doc G, sort of agreed with me. Sort of didn't. He said it's too bad the industry shits on these guys. Like they do, and he's got a point. What Ivan's done doesn't isn't relevant in our industry. JT, would you agree? It's, it's too, not that it's not relevant. It's not relevant, just, but there, yeah. I mean, there's just not the money there used to be. You know, like I know, I know. people I know. want to help him, but there's only so much money to go around, and unfortunately, the elite guys are getting ninety eight percent of it. So yes, the, the rest, everyone else is fighting over like the top you know, rabbit guys, dogs. Yeah, the top guys get unproportionately paid in our sport. No doubt. Yeah. Um, I could, I could tell you, you have a much better chance of getting 200 grand for an elite guy than you do 10 grand for a 10th place guy. Right. Like for, for goggles or something, whatever. I could tell you this much, and I'm not going to throw the person under the bus or say this, but I talked to a team manager from a factory team, and we were talking about, you know, our riders and what was going on and what we, you know, what right. support we we're looking for and this and that. And this gentleman told me straight to my gentleman, face. Gentleman, so it's not the Rock River, Christina from Rock River. Nope. <laughs> I said a factory team. It was a factory team manager. Straight told me, straight to my face, we do not care about what happened in the past. We're about what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. And we don't care if Ivan Tedesco won championships, if Josh Hansen won races for you guys or whatever. We That, that does not make... Any any sense either way for us? We want to look into the future, it's, and that was straight told. He straight told, and I was pissed when I heard that. I'm like, <laughs> really, really, you're really going to say that? You know? Well, to me, but it makes sense. Well, I don't follow NASCAR that closely, but who's a who's a decorated NASCAR Mark driver? Martin. Yeah, but he's got the senior thing going for him. But let's say, okay, Mark Martin is a lot like Ivan, past champion. Past great guy, still very competitive, still very Terry good. Terry Labonte, that guy's won a championship, and then he's he's okay. Does he have make? Does he make a nice living from NASCAR? Even though heck he, yeah, heck yeah, that's our sport should take care of our Terry Labonte's better, aka Ivan Tedesco. Okay, I I one hundred percent agree. But at some point in time, you have to draw that line. Like, how long do you do that? Like, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, Ivan, I mean, was I mean, 
Ivan's better to me. He's a top. He's been hurt, but he's a top ten guy somewhere in easy, there. easy, right? Totally easy. He's a top so, ten. and I think he's a top five guy if he's on his game. Kenny, if he's on his game, he's there's there. There's your super fan that's coming out, but that's okay. That's well. okay. We all get like that. I've been known to exaggerate a time or two. But here's what I don't get. I'd rather have an Ivan Tedesco on my team. Well, he, Ivan won't take the money, but let's say he would. There's team guys out there that'll be like, you know what? I'm going to hire a foreign guy from France over Ivan Tedesco. And to me, if they're going to get the same placing, I'm going to get the guy that's got the fans and is a past champion and is a good guy, as opposed to a French or Australian guy that has no fan base and is getting the same results. Well, I'll speak for I'll speak for my team. If that was the case, and there was any a French guy against that guy, Australian guy, or anybody, anybody, yeah. any any European or you Canadian, know whatever, whatever. Canadian, Cole Thompson. I mean, it's it's a it's a touchy situation for me because I would hire like I would go to bat if it was only my decision, and I'd hire Ivan Tedesco year in and year out wow. until he was done. <laughs> <laughs> and that's wow, kind of right. bad for me because I mean you're, he's you're not talking insanely right now. Well, he's. You know, I, I believe in him. That's a, something that I believe in, and that's what I believe in. I believe in. Do you think that Bobby Canary is having a hard time getting a ride because Jamie Beswick thinks he's Canadian? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it, could, it could be a very good possibility. Does um, he really? I have a feeling that's coming into play. Uh, if I had a team, I would hire Filthy Phil, Bobby Canary, and Kyle Chisholm. And You'd I would, hire everybody, Matthew. And I would hit triples all day long. Triple, 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 triple. <laughs> All day long. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. If the f- your if- budget would be zero. Hey, <laughs> I'd if- pocket the rest of the money. I'd pocket it. I'd be good. <laughs> Bobby Canario would ride for thirty grand. Okay, I I agree. I I agree with you right there. But filthy Phil would ride for five. That's no way to treat your. Where triples. where 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 are those three That's guys going to be if everybody is in there and no one gets hurt? That never happens. That never happens. Well, one or two guys gets hurt, but I'm saying one or two guys gets hurt. Let's say where are they going to be at? If you if you look, what's at- the difference between seventh and twelfth? Nothing. Nope. Five places. <laughs> Fuck, you're on it, JT. <laughs> I, I, I then why, I do you, then why do you bash people when they go, that guy got seventh, or this guy got twelfth? You're the media. You you bash people for getting twelfth. Oh, he's having a not. terrible year. I do not. He's oh. having a terrible year. He got twelfth. Well, it depends on where the guy is past finishes and what he's getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It depends on how he's done hey, beforehand Scoops, don't, whether don't. or not you bash him. Don't okay. There they go. They're the media people. Yeah, sticking together. Yeah, scoops, scoops. Uh, uh, all right. Thanks for calling, scoops. Enjoy those free gun underwear. Uh, yeah, that you want. Hey, when's the round table show? Tits doesn't want to do it. Have you heard? Oh, the, have, you heard have you heard the last one? He peaked. He said, <laughs> "Hey, scoops. You hear the last? Did you hear the last round table? Hales, if you can no. get if you can get some jerky people with nothing better to do but do a round table show, I will make tits at least sit in and." Control things. Hey, right. all you have to do is go back and look on the archives and listen to that show. He was terrible. Tits and was you're terrible. not going to want to hear a roundtable <laughs> show with Tits. Tits, you were not good. I, I never said all I right. was. All right. all right, Scoops. Tits was so... Yeah. Hey, what Tits was so... I couldn't even listen to my own podcast. That's how bad it was. Dude, you were so nervous. Sure. You were all... Uh, um, yeah. Wh- where can I find this? I, yeah. I want to hear this. Uh, uh, I, I he's like, uh, yeah, you. Um, we're back. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, uh, so Swisscore, um, did you remember, um, when, uh, yeah, um, oh yeah, uh, it's spot on. 
That was Nailed. that was. Uh, I don't blame you. That's that's hard to do. X brand code. Look at me. <laughs> look on. Look me no more. Chance, if, if if Scoops gets together some people, will you at least? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's gonna be as good even, as the last time. I can't even get the dude to come the, in on the, a Tuesday. Never the, mind the moderator. Is, the bar is set pretty low. Hey, I think we're gonna put Scoops on the map, dude. <laughs> people are gonna see. They're gonna know who Scoops is. She she should start doing some stuff for Pulp and Mix and writing for you. She does. Oh, okay. She does. Promoter. We should have a we, oh, we should have a super fan time, roundtable. A what? JT. Super fan roundtable. Yeah. Like Stillwell. Hosted by Dungeon. Ryan. Yes. Yeah, Stillwell. Hosted yeah. by Ryan Dungey and RC. Oh man. Um, <laughs> let's go with voicemails. We gotta do voicemails. Uh, we didn't do any last week. Do you want last week's or this week's voicemails? No, we, two weeks ago. <laughs> no, we didn't do them last week, so I, I, know, I told him we might do it. Christmas of 2011, <laughs> the voicemails from that week. The, the, this week's has a Stillwell story, okay. which is fascinating. So let's start with this week's. These are voicemails, 702-58. Slapping at you, Watson. <laughs> Scoops. Scoopsie. 702-586-7857. You can call at any time. Scoops is going to get a new phone plan. Uh, Drop cricket, and uh, you can call anytime. He's dedicated to Greg McCreary. So let's uh, let's play the best of the the voicemails. Steve's Jade from Michigan. So I'm like halfway through the Stewart interview. This fucking sucks. I mean, all you guys ever talk about is people that post this, defend that, and and that's all I need to talk to. By the way, is defending people's opinions about riders. How he's ripping on. Fucking Roger. I mean, what, hasn't Roger done enough in this industry? Fuck. Get off of it. Kiss Dewey's ass. Rip on Roger. That's what this interview's about. Fucking sucks. Later. I agree. The, the, interview, was, <laughs> the interview was an hour long. Uh, the internet talk about his critics was probably five to six minutes, and the Roger DeCosta talk was probably Fifteen. four minutes. Fifteen. Uh, Get off Roger's balls. No, I would be. Oh, uh, uh, get off James's balls. Yeah. Get on Roger's balls. I'm not on Roger's balls. Yeah, right. Did he say anything this weekend? No, I didn't see him though. Uh, I, I mean, I, I talked to him. I didn't. I'm not the one who said it. I mean, I like Roger's imp- inspirational speech to him. Though, don't blow it. <laughs> don't blow it. <laughs> um, wasn't he your team manager at the Nations? That yeah, year? 03 when we lost. How was he? It wasn't good. He wasn't a good team manager. Nope. Um. All right. Well, Max, this is Brown Talk. I'm standing here in Steel City, watching some dirt bike races. Um, something Jenny Watts might not know much about. Um, you need to get our boy Canary installed right next year so we can really showcase the town. Put in a hell of a second motor. We had a real good run going in the first row, so a rock smash is great summer. Um, we, uh, we've been coming to our races all summer long. These guys, our guys from New York have been killing us. Hope you feel put in a hell of a ride. Um, you gotta, you gotta get the and fill some solid shit. I'm trying, bro. Um, we, uh, we want to say uh, thanks to our boys, Joe and Karen, and Annie, have been hooking us up. Um, uh, so we got the good seats for all these races. See you guys later. Canary was third place, and he got a rock in his front brake that jacked it up, and then his throttle was sticking, had to pull in the mechanics area, probably would have finished third, would have went 3-7 on the day. For an incredible ride by Bobby Canari. Filthy Phil top 10 again, Kenny. Maybe he could have done but better. But just keep ignoring him. You keep ignoring him. J-Bone will keep ignoring him. All of you idiots will just keep ignoring these top riders in the sport. Hey, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Here we go. 
does does the outdoor national still go like your your gate you you qualify in? Is that your gate for both motos? No, no, it's uh, so Bob. If Bob got seventh, and he means he had a really bad gate. So if he would have finished third, he could probably podium, no, or at least top five. Jesus, Kenny, I didn't even think about that. He got seventh from a shitty gate. He that means he was right. Way the, out yeah, there. on the right side. JT, right? You probably up by you. I was on the I was on the inside. That's right. JT got nineteenth first moto guy. JT lined up next to yeah. Blos. Oh, Blosey. Blosey, rough race uh, for Blosey. First first moto I did. Yeah, yeah. rough race for Blosey. Broke his leg, Kenny? Uh, he said he jacked his leg up. I oh. don't know. I don't know if it's broken or what. I can't I hurt his ankle in practice. I saw it. Yeah, he said he taped it up and he tried to ride and it was just too much pain. But I know for a fact, like if Chris Blos cannot ride because something's hurting, um, he has to be hurt. And his theory is, like when he rode for me, he jacked his ankle up one time so bad at Dallas. Like it, right. he wouldn't take his boot off. And I'm like, let's go get an x-ray. And he's like, why? I'm here to race. I'm like, well, what happens if it's broken? He goes, what, you think I'm not going to race because it's broken? I'm still here to race. So when he that from that day on, I've always known that Chris Blos, something seriously has to be jacked with him. I saw him pulling in the pits on Saturday in a pickup truck with his bike. Like That's he drove awesome. all the way from Arizona in a pickup truck. Literally. Filthy Phil's in a pickup truck too, by the way. But he only had to drive from New York. Yeah. But I'm just saying, filthy. Yeah. Plus, dude, he wants it. I mean he's dude, he he had a, a old bike and he went out and did the best he could. I, I yeah, no, good for blows. For I sure. hope I I don't know how serious it is. I you know, I texted him a little bit today and he right. he told me that uh another guy you effed out of a ride. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we can make got it. one for you, boys. Another one, completely anonymous. Actually, on the way home from a race right now. Here's the deal: driving home, me and Paul are coming home from California, dude. Took us about nine days to make this trip home. The guy gets his truck lifted, and I just didn't want him to have his truck lifted. It pissed me off. I go riding with him at Lake Elsinore. He's five foot five. We can't unload the bike. It's nothing but a goddamn fucking nuisance. So here's the deal. We're driving. Old man calls me. He says, hey, there's a storm coming. You guys got to fucking pull over. You can't drive no more. So we're in Indianapolis. This is, I mean, so far, this is one of Stillwell's best stories. Mm. Kenny? Let it keep going. All right. We get a Ramada in, pull over, fucking hang. Gets all bent out of shape and says, God damn, still on. I'm leaving you in the fuck. I'm leaving. I'm walking home. I go down to the lobby. The little cocksucker standing there with his fucking backpack on and his underwear in the lobby. Literally, he's going to walk home from Indianapolis. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. Come on. Well, I get him back, hung up in the fucking. Next thing you know, this dude flips out, wants to beat him up, so I grab a gumball machine. And I literally smashed this dude over the head with a fucking gumball machine. What happens from there? Well, this is going to get a little bit ugly. I wake up in the morning looking at the guy. People are walking by our hotel room completely. This is a little embarrassing, guys. We're sitting there fuck naked, literally with the fucking window open at the hotel. Fuck naked. What happened? We fucked the karaoke singer. Out. <laughs> I mean, this guy should be on the stage somewhere. Wow. Who's Hank? J- Paul's 
dad or something or Harry or I have no I don't know. He was talking about Hank or or Paul. I don't know. JT, you still awake? I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's go let's go. We might have to get we might have to get the original meathead on to uh Oh, is he the original meathead? Paul Carpenter yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. No, you know who the original meathead is? Is uh shoot, what's his name? Chic. No, 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 no. The kid the kid uh Metal to metal. The kid from uh from New Mexico. Aaron's brother. Isaiah Johnson? Isaiah Johnson. Johnson? He's the original. Oh, I mean Isaiah were tight. He's the original meathead. Tedesco came up with that name for him. Meathead. I felt like Isaiah came on with a with a bang in the one twenty five series. Like he was really good, one ninety eight. And then he never got good again. He know. almost won Dallas Supercross one year. He led 13, 13 laps out of fifteen. Yeah. And yeah, but but me and I was really close with him. We were, we were really good friends. Isaiah's a good he's a firefighter. Now. Yeah, he's firefighter a fireman. Now. Yeah, he's a fireman. That's awesome. Yeah. Pingree, he's made it as a firefighter. <laughs> Suck it, Ping. Uh, let's go some of last week's. I don't remember what they were. I think there was one good call for Kenny in there. Hey, Steve, it's Mark. I'm looking over to the right of the Pulp MX screen, reading a little caption, a caption about the notorious Stillwell. If, that, if that's the character I know, I, I'm assuming he's from upstate New York and knows Meathead and Carpenter, and he's a nut. So good luck with him. We, he's also known as Steel Wool. Give me a shout later. Bye. I just feel like there's Stillwell fans, and then there's some anti. Like Stillwell's the, very polarized. This guy called in earlier. I don't know if you realize that or not. Oh, he did. Uh huh. Today. Tonight. Uh huh. No, I don't know. Did he win a pipe? Or did something? that guy give you a call? Give him a shout. Are you going to call him later? No, no, I'm not going to call him. Why not? I think he said give him a shout. Oh, he did. He did. You're right. Hey, this is Blaine. Stillwell sucks. Please don't put him <laughs> on again. Blowhard. Thanks. Mathis, Watson, what's up? Benny up here in Salt Lake. Uh, hey, just wondering whatever happened with the uh, supposed tire change-off that uh, you guys were supposed to have maybe a year or two ago. So I just want to see if it was ever going to happen or if somebody conceded the victory already. So, yeah, just let me know. And get an update from Nick Ray. I know he's your boy, so I know he's down and out, but he's not down and out in my heart. So, yeah, and it would be cool. All right, see you, bro. Uh, you conceded the tire change. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted you to just live the glory that you're way better than me. You, I mean, I'll do it anytime. You're, you're you just said you were better. better. You said I was better. You are. I don't want to even jack with you on that. You're factory Yamaha mechanic. You, I was, two, you, I was uh, a factory mechanic for five years, two different OEMs. Sweet. Top privateer in the EA Sports Supercross Series twice with Nick Way and Tim Ferry. Nice. Top, you know, top rider as a privateer. Nice. Uh, two-time East Coast four-stroke champion. Nice. With Kelly Smith, undefeated one year, like RC. Um, we Dude. swept. We swept the series. You're awesome. Um, Mount Morris winner. You're, in the mud. You're keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Summer cross. I wasn't getting to that. I mean, I was. You know, I was. That was <laughs> Dude, deep. Dude, Steve, in I wish I. I wish I could be the man you are. I really. Yeah, I mean, you have a Mount. You have a Mount Morris Moto win. Dude, I. I I'm not saying that you're. You're. Look at you, dude. You're. Yeah. You're all of it. All of. Yeah. All everything that I've always wanted to be sitting right there. The ultimate package. You, you are here. Look at. Look at your. Look at your kingdom. I'm in. I can't. I can't ask for more. 
Thank you. What? I, I, I would work on more, though. Love this guy right here. Hey, uh, you know, you went your route, I went mine, and your route's obviously better. I'm, I mean, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Feel good right now. Not going to lie. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm a 45-year-old vet rider. I need a new top end. Bike loss compression tonight. And uh, speculating I need a new wrist, uh, probably a piss in a ring. And I want to race Briarcliff, Battle of Ohio, Sunday. So uh, I got a 250F sitting here in the, in the garage, but I'd rather ride my 125 in the vet class and see if I can't pull it off. So give me a ring back, guys, if you can help me out. Just need a couple hundred bucks. Four nine five four three. All right. My name's Rich. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Mac Show listeners. Calling for to mooch some money. A couple hundred bucks for his top end. Do you yeah. think they would call DMXS and ask them for money for a nope. top end? I don't know. They are the best radio show out there. They probably would give it. They'd probably help the guy out, too. JT, you have a jersey and a top end for this guy? Wait, stop. <laughs> Look what's on. Superman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point. Superman. Oh, yeah, that's the best Yo, part. what up, guys? Uh, this is Will from San Diego. Um, just a few things. Uh, just started listening since probably A1 this year, 2012. And, yeah, became like an instant fan. Yeah, I know. Uh, cool shit, huh? Um, a few things. I would say that uh, all the uh, Pope Calf, pretty bitchin'. Um, the... Fucking losing my thought now. Um, all the damn Tim Ferry references. Uh, we get the point now, you know. <laughs> we love Tim Ferry. All right, enough. I couldn't tell. Moving on. Um, I mean, seriously, ping. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm ping, trying to be better. Uh, I'm trying to be better. Are you really? Yeah, I swear to God, I am. Like really? even on the shows, I'm trying to cut a couple things out. I'm trying to cut out the Tim Ferry references. I'm trying to cut out that I'm four-time Manitoba champion. I feel like that joke has been played out. Okay. Like I'm trying to cut them out. Uh-huh. So. Mm. It's a daily battle. <laughs> Definitely should be on the show more. He, uh, I think he adds a lot to the show. Who's he talking as about? As far as like, you know, OG Pink. history. Oh. And uh, he just kind of goes good with the show. So I know that he's usually on the recaps of the races and stuff, but uh, yes. I think he should be on the show. Like regularly. This guy's a dynamic voice. Um, Future I'm not sure what DJ. else to say. Uh, I don't know. See you guys else or Problem with yeah. Ping. Problem with Ping is that uh, he wants money to come up, which I don't blame him. He's mm-hmm. got to drive up from. You know, we just don't have He's it in a the fireman. budget. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to have him on, on all the time, but we can't afford it. Guy doesn't come up for free, you know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> is that it? It's like a round That's table it. right now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get another round table? Uh, um, uh, welcome back to the Pulp MX uh, um, round table. We have Swisscore and uh, um, um, yeah, Moser. Uh, Mo- oh yeah, the Dream Team Moser and uh, who else was on that thing? Tits. Nash. Oh yeah, Nash. Pookie was on Pookie. Pookie was drinking though heavily. Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, she was. She, she was didn't... hitting the sauce. Yeah. All That's right. So funny. JT, man, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on, bro. Appreciate it. Uh, last national this weekend, and I don't know 
if that's cause for sadness or celebration for you. Um, oh, yeah. We're drinking beer all the way back to Vegas. Hey, how good <laughs> is it going to be? Like, in a way, and I want we're going to do a podcast when you come up here, by the way, but the pressures of, like, I mean, people, like, look, you, you don't finish into points every week, but you take this shit seriously. You train, you ride motos, I mean, you work hard, and you're not going to have any of that anymore when you wake up in the morning. You do, you do not need to have the pressure of training and riding. It's got to be something. It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. Uh, it will be, but it's really not going to be, like, it's not going to set in until I'm really done. Because, I, like, as soon as this national's over, then I'm already, like, tomorrow I'm working on Supercross track to get going for that. So mm-hmm. it's not going to really set in until January when the real Supercross season starts, and I'm not a part of it. That's when it's really going to set in. For right now, it's still kind of, I'm still, you right. know, goal-oriented and working towards all that stuff. So, right. But it will, for sure, one day. What about if someone came to you as a replacement rider? Would you do that? It just depends. It depended on what my situation was at the time. Right. I say no. I say if, like, if I didn't done. have a steady job or anything that I'm working on, that I'm working on, if none of that panned out and I was ready to go, like I'd been racing in Germany and then something happened, I would consider it. But I would say no. Um, don't do it. You're done. Yeah, I'm not planning on it. The whole, I, like, uh, the whole practice track thing. I want to go for one more lap. Right, the whole practice track thing. I'm going to go out for one more lap. Yeah, I mean that's not yeah. something I want to do. Right, I, like I said, everything would have to fall apart that I'm working on in every direction for me to even consider that. <laughs> everything would have to fall apart in every direction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd have to lose a job. I'd have to be a crack addict. I'd have to <laughs> lose my house, and then I would consider it. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on, bud, and we'll see you this weekend in Lake Elsinore, and uh, see you up up here in the show next week in studio. All right. All right, JT. Good luck this weekend, bud. See you. All right, my buddy. Uh, BBM, uh, BTOsports.com, Jason Thomas, uh, riding his last national this weekend and a friend of the show. Always a good time. Good guy. Thank thank you, BTOsports.com. Good guy, right, Tits? X-Brand Goggles. Great guy. FMF Racing. Donnie, giving away three two-stroke pipes tonight. Can't beat that, man. Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, everybody. Fly Racing, Tech One Designs. We got that graphic contest, uh, so check that out. Uh, Rockford Fosgate. Rock out with Rockford! Uh, Race Tech. Race Tech Seminars coming on. Um, thanks to uh, Donnie Emler, Jesse Nelson, Jason Thomas, Les Smith, our guest. Thanks, Tits, for whatever you did. Mm. Uh, thanks, Kenny. Uh, we're going to go out with uh, main event music tonight. I fixed the outro, by the way. I added your usual deal and then with the main event dealio. So. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, good job. Good job. Did that I'm on much. it. Yeah. Well, not really, because you did it during the show, which took away your focus from drops and all that. Before the show. We can't prove that. Neither can you. <laughs> How's the mountain biking going? Awesome. Who gives a shit? Let's Make go. sure you post it on Twitter. People care. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We're going to be back next week after Lake Elsinore. Thank you, Kenny. Love you, Kenny. Love you. Love you, Kenny. Suck it. <laughs> There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. 
if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>